This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox Newscast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the XC Podcast. Oh, it's been a we're gonna have a really great show today. Thank you for waiting as Meg and I like r- you know ramped up the generator and got the show ready to go. We've been talking behind the scenes, we've been having some heart to hearts, we've been just breaking down all of the craziest that's been going on. Meg, it's so good to have you here. The the news is just cooking up, baby. It's cooking up. It's starting to. You know what? The reason why we're late, guys, is I had to do my hair. I, I mean, I was in the middle of curlers. I had the iron going, and I had to get it. I mean, look at how great my hair looks now, right? We're just ready for the show. Like, fantastic, right? So we're all ready to rock tonight. Uh, apparently, I talk too fast, so I'll talk a little slower for some of the people in the back of the, of, the, of the bus. But anyways, we got a great show tonight. We got some things to talk about. Colt, let's get into it, buddy. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, um, last week was kind of a slow week. We had plenty to talk about. This week, a lot of news is ramped up. Just to kind of give you guys an idea of what we're going to be talking about, we've got new Xbox games that are reemerging. We've got some crazy ports, some exclusive games, some hardware <laughs> reveals, some really crazy stuff that's coming out of the gate. And uh, Meg and I are going to be breaking it all down today. Before we do that, I want to give a shout out to channel members of Patreon veterans before I even get started because Meg and I have a lot to talk about. Uh, we've got Mark Carwell, KY Bob Assassin, Lupa Jazz, Newbrick, Valon, Jason Lou, Luan, Moby, Lord Sin Eater, William Riggs, Farscape, Matt Houston, Chance Wolf, Zimic, Matt Burns, William Lanza, Yudani Kazada, Suicide King, Assassin Lupa, Robert Jackson, Dante Muda, Betaback, Stark, CMF, Gaz, Zenner White, Devario 2 Gaming, Reek Havoc, V Simco, Assassin Pucci, Dub, Hargit Chani, Raiden Blade, Cute Perspective, Risk for the Biscuit, True 77, Micah Ford, Red Source, Attached to the Air, Pesky Krogan, Dave's Games, Pen Pineapple Pen, Trail Roberts, Macbound, Meat Puppet. Oh, I feel like I know these people so well, I feel like I've already read their name five times tonight. Red Wolf, Alan Dentre, Gamer by Choice, Jedi J Goalie, Rippin, Highlander, Techno Caveman, Fire 71, That Blue Number. Kung Fu Hot Dog, Uncle Chowder, Shooter2853, TexMade, VMAC, Cliptos, Kevin Wilbertran, and B Martin001. And before we get rolling, I missed a super right at the end of the show from uh, Trayvon, who says that we were talking about games that we cried about last week that made us cry. So you have to check out last week's show. But he said that he cried playing anal. <laughs> what? Sorry, say that again, Colt. <laughs> And demonetized. All right, everybody start swearing in the chat. Let's go. <laughs> Mods, Bro, let it fly. We're just getting rolling, and I'm like, I'm talking about a game called Aliens Colonial Marines. Now, now that is perfect. Sure, that's, what we're talking about. that's perfect for anybody, like, on a news show. I'm going to throw that in front of, like, the, the most uh, seasoned broadcaster and say, say Aliens versus Colonial Marines, and uh, they'll probably say anal at some point. But he, he made well, the joke that he played Aliens versus Colonial Marines, and he got no refund, and that was like, about, that was like 10, 15 years ago. That was the big 
uh, fallout from people who <laughs> were expecting a, a big game. Anyway, one from Kung Fu Hot Dogs is hi, gents. Colt, love your recent Forza Motorsport video. Do you think Starfield will ship as an empty disc and download the game? Um, no, I think the most of the content will be on the disc and then the rest will be patched in with updates. But he says, Mag, we'll, uh, we'll buy Cluster Protocol on the next Steam sale. Getting Baldur's Gate 3. Cheers. Good. Very good. And by the way, imagine my surprise. I was skulking around uh, uh, some of my um, some of my uh, my other side of the fence. Uh, the, uh, the other side of the fence is my Hollywood contacts. And I just happened to be in the lobby with the uh, the Midnight's Edge guys. Uh, and I was uh, listening to their show. And there shows up Kung Fu Hot Dog with a super chat on Midnight's Edge. I'm like... He's following me to my other side of the fence. That's not allowed. And I'm like, but like, how do you not recognize that name, right? So I was right. actually kind of not paying attention for a while. And all of a sudden, I'm like, and then the guy, and then, you know, they go on, they're like, hey, we got a $5 super chat from Kung Fu Hot Dog. I'm like, Kung Fu, what? I'm like, holy macro, he followed me. Anyways, it was nice to see you there, Kung Fu Hot Dog. Uh, support those guys. They're fantastic. Midnight's Edge. All right. Anyhow, um, yeah. Big, yeah. big channel. They're almost at 300,000 subs now. So, and, and growing. So, yeah, they're getting there. Not as big was, as wait, Gary. Wait, wait, was that your Flintstones vitamins reference when you said <laughs> and growing? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And so that's another thing, guys. This week I sent Cole the picture. I was at Walmart, and what's right there? One bottle left of the Flintstones vitamins. And I'm like, should I buy it? Of course I didn't buy it because I have like, you know, I'm old. So I got seven vials of different vitamins at home, which of course I have to like go through and I'm like, which one am I allowed to take and which one is gonna make my leg hurt? <laughs> so, anyways. Yes, Colt. Carry so, on, sir. So you did get the Flintstone vitamins, though? No, because I, 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 they were the last ones I asked you. I'm like, should I get them? And then you just laughed. You didn't oh, say I mean, yes I figured or no. you would because I was expecting to get some close-up shots of, like, you know, Barney Rubble, really, you know, small, and, well, you know, an orange little it's not pill. Like, maybe we should do, like, the one-chip challenge just with, with, like, Flintstone vitamins. Like, every week we just take one right before right or, as we start. Or the first show. one to get through the bottle live on the air. <laughs> Yeah, and then you yeah, you no, pee like neon green end. for a month. That won't end badly. <laughs> as the paramedics carry Colt off the screen, and Colt's like, "Carry on without me." Yeah. Well, um, uh, wait, hey, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that if you take too many vitamins, you just end up just leaching it out via the number one. But um, who knows? Or, or your but, kidneys but, turn to stone or something. Who the heck knows? Yeah. But, you know, don't take us as a medical professionals, right, Maggie? No. You, you can't, <laughs> no, can't be responsible. Don't. don't. Oh, yeah, Titan Drago's saying, oh, my gosh, what was the entire song? It's killing me. Yeah, it was, uh, we were Flintstone, kids. Yeah, and it's, it's got the piano. You know, Titan, I know we're on YouTube right now. Pull this screen down. Don't leave the show. Just pull the screen down and type in Flintstone Vitamins song. It'll show up, dude. Yeah, and then play it, it, and then it'll be just jammed and then in play your head it. the rest of the day. Right, and then come back to this show. <laughs> and then go do your show. What's up, Noof? I know you're out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and, and hey, while you're pulling down the show... Pulling down the screen, like he, as he says, hit the like button and show your support for the show. This is XNC Podcast, episode 113, and we're live on YouTube. We're on demand here. We're also on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, Zipper Podcasts, Flipper Zipper, Ships and Clippers, and all these weird, you know how they, they make up names for different platforms like Sh Shoopin. I'm on Shoopin. It's a great site. But yeah, we, we love to have the show available for anybody, you know, free of cost. 
And that's um, nice. I'm on OnlyFans, so if anybody's looking for me, you can find Colt on, uh, uh, yeah, on, uh, on all those all those other channels. You can find me on OnlyFans. Anyways, carry on, Colt. Mag does those videos where he holds like cucumbers between his toes and then slices them. <laughs> you know, you get that nice close up. Uh, I just speaking- do live shaving on the air. Yeah, <clears throat> of my head, my head, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of podcasts, I did want to ask you like really bad because yes. you all you've been we've been messaging each other a lot more during the week. Um, yes, but I wanted to ask you how your time was with the Crossfire podcast. And before, before you do, I'm going to set up for the audience who may not know fully, but Crossfire podcast is Mooch's run podcast. Mooch has been a longtime gaming content creator in the community. He did a lot of Xbox content last generation. He now covers more PlayStation, a little bit of Xbox, and he has a very wild panel of people that you may have run into on social media or on YouTube, and he has a varied panel. I don't know if that explains, but they've been going for quite a while, and you've been on there often. So uh, what happened on Friday? Actually, it was interesting because uh, he he asked me to do a little guest spot, so I was there for about an hour and a half. Um, and then someone came on and I was like, yo, so I messaged Colton. I'm like, dude, you you don't believe who's on here. So it was Dustin Furman was on the show. Um, he doesn't really do podcasting. He's, he's an, if anybody doesn't know who Dustin Furman is, he's an executive producer of last stand media. And I know some people don't like Colin Moriarty and whatever else, but uh, I mean, you know, he's pretty big deal, but you know, even on the Xbox side of things, we've got, um, uh, we got the defining Duke on there with, of course, um, uh, with, oh my goodness. The Shinobi himself, right? So, uh, <laughs> with, yeah, with Lord Mr. Maddie plays incognito. Yep. Yeah, no, I couldn't remember yep. Maddie plays. Not you, Cognito. I remembered you. I was trying to remember Lord. <laughs> I almost called him Lord Maddie plays. My God, I need more caffeine. Uh, anyhow, in all seriousness, I'm sure he uh, wouldn't yes. mind. De- define uh, defining Duke with Maddie plays, and of course the one and only Lord Cognito, and then of course Colin Moriarty, and they have um, uh, you know the symbols show there and everything else. So uh, yeah, Last Damn Media, big deal, right? So anyways, he was on the show. He was great. Um, he was really like actually, ironically, he really heavily leaned into Xbox, which was funny. I, I didn't expect that because uh, I figured because you know Colin sort of leans towards the other side of the fence, right? Um, of course, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, and Dustin was actually leaning harder on the Xbox side, and I was like, "Ooh, this is an interesting dynamic that was going." Sacred symbols—that was the name of the show. Sorry, I couldn't remember the whole name. So, uh, anyhow, welcome to the uh, Geriatric well, Podcast. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so we, we are getting it. I look at people in the chat are writing Cognito. I'm like, yeah, Lord Beefy. I knew who that was. I couldn't remember Maddie plays. That's all it was. Uh, anyways, um, yes. So yeah, he was leaning heavily on the Xbox side of things. Anyways, he's a charming guy. Really wicked smart, and uh, and he's really dug deep in the community. So it was a it was a really good show. And it was really interesting to listen to someone who's, you know, who actually like this is a career dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this is not yeah. like you know like you and I, Colt, and other people like even you know Dealer and everybody else. Hey, wa- whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa! Watch have- it, watch it. Don't don't insult us now. I'm just saying what we all have careers outside yeah, of this. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And right. we do this, you know, we do this for, uh, you know, uh, supplementary, whatever. And then we also do it for passion and, and the joy of the community. I love connecting with the community, man. I adore it. I mean, there's always going to be someone who hates me, <laughs> you know, it's here and there, whatever. But Hey, other than that, it's great to do this kind of stuff. So we all have these kinds of things, but this guy, his job is the gaming community. Was there right? any spicy, so is- any spicy takes spicy or any takes? in-depth like um, arguments about I'm trying to remember what happened last week when you were on Friday. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't remember. any news. There wasn't okay. any news. However, there was talk here and there. It was kind of like alluded to. We we're talking here and there about how uh, the whole Xbox situation with um, <clears throat> with Call of Duty this year, which is something I want to lead into actually at some point tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I, when, I, whenever you want to talk about it, it was uh, 
is Xbox going to get the marketing rights to Modern Warfare 3? Yeah, lean into it right now. I've got it early well, in the show. You know what? Uh, Why don't we lean into this reset right now? for the audience. What's going on with Call of sure. Duty? I, I almost okay. missed it. So go for it. And uh, <laughs> That's an industry term, by the uh, sorry, way. Sorry, I'm, la- I'm, I'm laughing at the chat. They're being hilarious. Hi, uh, anyways, here's the thing. Um, is that all of a sudden on... Uh, well, actually, it was Mr. Boomstick, actually, who sent it to a, a private chat. And uh, it, it says right there, and it's from Xbox. I quote tweeted it. So anybody who goes to my Twitter, you can actually see what it says. And it's uh, from the official Xbox, twi- uh, well, X account. I hate saying that. Xbox X account? Like, it's so ridiculous. I call it X Twitter. I'm just gonna, we're going to yeah. call it Twitter, okay? X Twitter. So mm-hmm. it's the official Xbox X Twitter account. And what do they what do they launch right there? It says Call of Duty, and it says officially official. That's the quote tweet. And then underneath it says Call of Duty, the ultimate threat awaits modern, hashtag Modern Warfare 3. So I'm like, huh. And I'm like, that's interesting. It was quote tweeted by Xbox. Nowhere, I didn't see, I don't know, Chad, help me out here. I did not see Sony tweeting this out at all. And I Are you think trying you're, to read it, into it that they're like, they already own them, like they know it's well, happening? Because I think I the saw thing. the tweet because of you, Mag. Well, that's the thing. And then, well, it, it, like I said, this is like a, a sort of, it came down the chain of command. Like it started with boom, he sent it to, he sent it to our private chat. And then I saw it, then I sent it out, and then you saw it from me. And it was just like. We all started seeing it. I'm like, well, this is interesting now because now my question is, if it, like I said, Chad, help me out. See if you can find it out because I can't, I can't look at four screens at once. So I, I can only look at three. So here's the thing: is that did so does Sony have any? Did they put anything out on social media about the launch of this game? If not, that to me means they no longer have the marketing rights, not even for this year, because that's bizarre. Because to me. I was under the impression that they still have the marketing rights until late 2024, which means they have this year's game. So where is their marketing push? That's what I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, I'm, 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 I mean, we don't know. I mean, you. do we know what the marketing situation was with PlayStation? Cause I always heard conflicting answers, uh, whether PlayStation had this one last year of marketing agreements under, I could look for you while you're talking about it, but I don't know. Um, Modern Warfare 3 is what, what it is, right? Yes, yes. Um, so it's officially Modern Warfare 3. It's November 10th. And the only thing that I saw it... Oh, okay, so someone's saying, yeah, they put it on YouTube. Okay, trailer on PlayStation YouTube, not on Xbox. Okay, so that's why it's on PlayStation YouTube channel. Okay, so why is Xbox quote tweeting it then? If Because <laughs> like, you, remember, you remember in the past, wasn't in the past like Xbox wasn't even allowed to mention it if, if Sony had the marketing rights? I'm asking. No, I'm at, like I'm asking these questions because I need allowed to know the to, They're allowed to mention Call of Duty. I think if I was to not read into the tweet today, uh, if I was going to be completely reasonable, I would say that Xbox is uh, supporting a major game that sells gangbusters on their platform, and right. also supporting it, knowing that soon they will be dating and then they will be married. I, right. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. I guess it would be like. Uh, I'll just like when I got to know you and I wanted to have you on my show because I think I had you on like three times as a guest I started to you know interact with you more on Twitter and get to know you because I I want to have this guy on my show and so I was just kind of courting you Uh, maybe if if we're not going to read too much into it uh, getting just getting to getting to be good friends get chummy because uh, Call of Duty is going to be home on Xbox it's going to be back home baby well, there you go. So here's the thing. I'm just reading the Spartan 661. I'm going to take his word for it here. He says, they usually can't post it on social media because of the marketing rights. They could only put it on the Xbox website in the past. Wow. 
So if if that is indeed the case, Spartan 661, if that is indeed the case, then we got a situation on our hands where all of a sudden now, out of nowhere, they're quote tweeting and showing they're quote tweeting the trailer for Modern Warfare, the announcement trailer for Modern Warfare 3 on the Xbox official site on uh, Twitter X. X Twitter, right? <laughs> I so also find it, it hard to believe that they haven't been able to do that before, but I r- literally know nothing about what the marketing agreement allows when it comes to a social media post. Uh, just to me, without knowing any information, I would think Xbox would be allowed to to quote tweet or share something. Um, but you know, it's just quote tweeting on Twitter. But I, I'm just I, saying, it's, we don't know. It's, it's something to think about. Like it's something to keep your eyes on, folks, for this week and. <laughs> Oh my God, the comments you, about you courting me I know, are getting I'm, ridiculous. I'm giving, giving Risk it yeah. the good old LOL because well, he says you took Mag to court like the FTC. Yeah, I subpoenaed it's, him to, to the XTC podcast. Um, Carrie Wagner out there, Scooter. You guys are being absolutely hilarious in the chat, so <laughs> it's just too much, man. But uh, anyways, it's like I said, back to the subject at hand here. It's something to keep an eye on, and it's something that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very closely watching for the rest of this week and next week and see what's going on here because isn't Gamescom coming up in a few weeks too? I mean, they're not, you know, Tokyo Game Show, that, 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 that's not going to do anything because, uh, you know, Call of Duty is not, doesn't have their claws into the, into the East Asian market as much as, no. like, you know, your CS goes and stuff like that. Basically, the, you know, the PC games or whatever, right? But Call of Duty is more the, the Western sort of thing, right? <laughs> so, you know, I don't know, man. It's something interesting, guys. It's something to keep in mind. Meg, do we need know? to? Sh- I think we might need to shut the chat down because I can't keep a thought straight because they're they're cracking me up over here. Colt Colt Magwood, Court Magwood. Uh, yeah, I know. Court Hollywood East, is Colt Netflix yeah. and chill. You stop it. You know, sometimes yeah, I see it. I'll, full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. I love doing the show. I love uh, doing the show with Mag. Sometimes before the show, you get the jitters, and sometimes I'm like this. You know, before the show. And then when I get this thing going and you guys are in the chat, Meg and I have a great time. We really, really appreciate you being here. <laughs> um, I don't know, Meg. I don't yeah. know if um, just, I think it's, it's just I think you're right. I think it? it's the start. It's interesting. And it's something, like I said, I want to keep an eye on. To a PR, how the hell can you recognize these headphones all the way from there? He's like, oh, he's got the 800X Elites on. And I'm like, how can you even see the label? If you know, you know. I and, guess so, uh, yeah. Hey, we're running the show at 1440p, so we're as, as clear and clean as, as we can be. We on a certainly day like are, this. and I got a 4K, I got a 4K camera too, so here we yep. go. Yep. We're only the best for you guys who are checking now, out the show. Hold on a second. Are we 30 FPS or are we in performance mode? <laughs> well, it depends on the size of your camera, Mag, but we are at 1440p 60 for the show. Um, we've got a whole bunch to talk about games that kind of bring in that. Um, this weekend, my wife and I went to like a, a reunion of sorts of people that she went to school with, and uh, it was like an unofficial thing. And her best friend's husband was like, we're talking cars. And he was kind of talking to me about cars, Mag. Like, I don't know anything about cars. Like, he, he does like this autocross thing, and, and he was talking about the car he kind of put together. And he was talking to me in baby talk, because like, he thought maybe I didn't know any, because I, you know, I wear glasses. <laughs> and he thought maybe I didn't know anything about racing. And I was like, bro, you can talk to me. I know, I know what you're talking about. You can talk to me about cars. Just talk to me straight about it. So we were going out, talking about his cars, and we went out, and he's like, he has this 2017 Ford Focus ST. It's a racing hatchback. It's, it's a mildly r- great racing hatchback. It's got a six-speed manual transmission. I said I would love to drive right. that. I haven't been behind something like that in just way too long. And so he let me drive it. I drove it around kind of gingerly, got to feel the clutch, you know, 
catching point and all that stuff and was just driving it around and having a good time, just being nice and easy. And then I parked it and he goes, have you ever been in a Tesla? I go, yeah. And an Uber and it gets goes free fast. He goes, get in, get in the Tesla. And I know, cause you have one mag. Uh, he goes, let yeah. me show you what the Tesla could do. So I get in the passenger seat and we're driving down the road. Now I'm going to tie this into gaming in just a second. And we come up to this um, corner out, out in the orchards, like, cause these people that we went to, they live way out. You know those turns where they just do a 90-degree turn, and you probably need to go about 15 miles an hour when you make that turn. Otherwise, your sure. car will tip or just go straight. He goes, watch this. And I was not ready. Yeah. He punches it. <laughs> and he whipped around that corner at almost 50 miles an hour, which was... Yeah. I consulted every physics professor I could find, and there's no way any car is going to be able to make that corner at that speed. Like he did, uh, and it went yeah. ripping around, and I got the centrifugal force plus the the lateral G's, and <laughs> I'm a grown man, and I feel like I can. I'm up, and I'm up, and I'm good. I'm I'm good with speed and excitement. You know, all the roller coasters. Yeah. This was nothing like that. This no, 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 so it, emotional. I'll show you what I did. <laughs> yeah, Cold, and I, go, I do that. I made this every noise. And, and my eyes closed like they like like you took me in an F sixteen and just like just launched Dude. it in the air and I just I, and my vision went down to like a blurry vin binocular set and I was like Aah! and then he slowed down I go and I almost turned him and I said don't ever do that again but I didn't want to be a wuss and he slows the car down and goes now here's zero to sixty from a standstill and I'm like okay you yeah. ready I go hold on <laughs> and then we did that it, it all kind of happened again but fantastic holy crap uh so it's it's something isn't it now last summer well this well i yeah you know i have a did, did, was it a performance one do you know like it was no, a dual motor performance it wasn't okay, it so was wasn't. just a model three it was the uh zero to 60 in 4.3 seconds is all it does yeah. oh yeah. you know real I slow know. I know uh, the the faster ones, uh, the, the the other ones are like five hundred horsepower. You have a three, well, it's not really. Mag? It's yeah, it's not. Mo yeah, but it's more powerful than that. It's not modeled like uh, it's not. Sorry, it doesn't measure in horsepower. It measures measures in like kilowatt power or whatever. So, but it works out to about five hundred horsepower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Obviously, my yeah, my car is three point twenty one gigawatts. Which of course, I could go back in time and start this podcast again. In I half almost an hour felt like like when my vision went down, I almost saw the twin pines from the first Back yeah. to the Future when he slams into the barn it was a uh, yeah but uh yeah that last summer i was uh, i drove um i don't own it uh but i got to drive a, a bugatti veron and uh, the bugatti veron is a seven million dollar car a canadian so it's like i guess around five million american so anyways Jeez. that thing is like 1800 horsepower right so like okay let's see what happens here and literally it was just like my skin like came off me like a mortal combat fatality yeah it was like sindel like just came and went and like my skin ripped off my face and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. And it was very uncomfortable. You, I got out of there. Were you riding yeah. or were you in control of the car? Cause that's no, a big I was, difference. No I, was, no, I was driving it, but it was terrifying. So it's, I, I didn't it's even worse as a pastor. No, like I, I thought he's going to launch oh, me into the fourth dimension and we're going to slam into a steel wall in the future. And my life is over And this. It, yeah. oh, there was a fight or flight that happened and uh, it was, <laughs> it was such a great, I'm glad I got to experience it. I don't own the Bugatti guys. <laughs> It's not me, okay? So it's not like I'm sitting here bragging about it, like, I got this and that and the other thing. 
Uh, it's not me. It's uh, it's somebody else. Anyhow. Uh, I mean, you got to uh, drive one. Most people well, have been lucky to, I, to rub their hand against one on the way by or key well, it. The problem is I don't want to be in the passenger seat because you have no control, right? Because like, oh, it's, it's scarier that way because you could tell your friend or whoever be like, dude, stop. Like, come on. I don't want to die here. And then they're just being, you know, start accelerating even more. I, I can't deal with that. So I, I just went like a little bit and I'm like, no, nah, thanks. I, and I was too scared because it's so expensive. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm like, thank you very much. I just took a picture with it, and then that was it. <laughs> I called it a day. So I was just like, I took a picture next to it, and I just did the like, you know, the the the, the same old peace sign for like, you know, social media, and I walked away from it. And I'm like, nah, I'm out. So yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah. the Tesla, wild. It, anyway, yeah, why would you bring the Tesla? It would have been great why to would be you behind the controls instead of like that fear, like half of that fear. I don't know where the where, how to how to portion out the fear, but there was a good chunk of it. Was like I like this guy and I trust him. He's not crazy. He's actually very level headed, but you know, <laughs> just a pebble just needs to interfere and just send us into the stratosphere. And the fear was uh, immeasurable at that moment. And uh, who was it this, uh, in the chat? It was um, Magnum Westward says Cole went back in time to fight Biff. It was nuts. <laughs> um, putting this back you, into perspective. <laughs> Colts uh, Motorsports is uh, also showed up in the chat. So, <laughs> all right, carry I mean, on, Colts. I love, I love racing. I love speed and all that stuff. But uh, that moment was that was something else that I'm. I'm glad I experienced it. Um, speaking of racing, uh, the Forza Horizon Five game, which is about almost two years old, three years uh, old. E- no, two. two. It's almost two. two. Uh, this this. Uh, September, I think it's it hits us two. Yeah, so it's almost two years old. It reached. Um, I have to look at the number. I wrote it down in my notes. It uh, hit. Oh no, I didn't put it in my notes. It hit thirty-two million players, and I went and looked, and there are currently a million people playing today, like concurrently. Uh, Sorry, which is, say it again. How many? One million are currently playing the game today across PC and Xbox consoles. Xbox That's really One. good. Yeah. Still really popular. It's because it has the design lab where people can make their own tracks and you can race them and you can go to tracks that are highly rated, like Cream Rise right. to the Top. Um, there's multiplayer and um, it and it has seasonal events, weekly events. So yeah, very fantastic. I love that game to death. Um, we talked about last week how the Crew Motorsport, what, what's that called? Crew Motorfest. Good luck. Yeah. Let me read yeah. super here. Dude, didn't we say that last week? We're like, listen, everybody's going to try, but like, you're not going to. But hey, God bless you for trying. Anyways, carry on. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just want to. Crew Motorfest will probably be pretty good, but God bless the you The only for one trying. that's got it. Yeah, like I say, God bless. <laughs> God bless, uh, you know. But anyways, uh, the, the only thing is, before you read the super chat, is the only one that's got a shot, only because they've got the money and, and the, and the, um, and the de- uh, not the devs, but the, the R&D behind them is Midnight Club because you're backed by Rockstar. Right, so mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Midnight Club is the only one that might have a shot. I, I actually want to talk about that in just a moment. Uh, sure. We have Grandmaster Flapjacks with their first super chat. Says a five dollar super with <laughs> a uh, with a celebration sticker. Thank you so much and welcome to the channel. Red Wolf, oh my, my friend says, can't wait to play the upcoming horror sequel. Gosh dang it, Red. <laughs> he called it Anal's Two Tunnels of Pain. The first one made me cry too when I played it. Those haptics were brutal. Gosh dang it. <laughs> oh, you guys are too much, man. I, I can't with this chat. Listen, I, I, I got, I'm, I'm just going to honest. I'm going to tell you guys something honest real quick before Colt finishes this. 
I uh, accidentally did something, and I read a couple of comments from the last show, right? And I'm not talking about the live chat. I mean in the actual comments, like, after the show's been posted. And some of them were not very nice about me, right? So I was just like, oh. And I'm like, people don't like me. And then I kind of was, like, sad for, like, a whole day yesterday. And then I was just like, I look at this chat today, and I'm like, you guys are amazing. I love you guys. You guys are great. You guys are positive. You guys are happy. You guys made me laugh. What's up, Nuka? Uh, 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 <laughs> Noof Nukem's there. He just showed up. Uh, yeah, and, like, you know what I mean? You guys are so supportive, and, and you make us laugh. You got great super chats, great support. Just absolutely love you guys. Carry on, Cole. Yeah, just thank you. And, and we were talking about – that's what we were talking about pre-show, that and a couple other things. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll say what I said to Mag behind the scenes before the red light was on. Um, I go and guest on people's podcasts, and I'm really happy to be there. And then I go back and look at the comments after the video's up, and they're like, I don't like that guy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> people don't like me. Uh <laughs> But uh, I guess we're old enough to where we just can't really take it to heart because people don't like us. But but we really appreciate you guys being here. And shout out to all over 900 people who are checking out the show. Hit the like button. Uh, if you have just a second while I read this and we get into topics, just hit the like button. Come on back to the chat because that's where the real party is. We've got L, uh, Eli June says, thank you for the two. He says, Starfield Game of the Year, Spider-Man 2 places third. Hold on to that thought. We're going to talk about it toward the end of the show. Yudana Kizada, thank you for the $2. He says, do Lucid fanboys find Teslas and yell, Lucid better? Now, Lucid Air has a fantastic Tesla competitor. It's more of a, looks more like a luxury car, luxury sports car. Um, yeah, I mean, there's What's your big What's it competitor. called? Lucid? It's Lu Lucid Air and their fantastic looking vehicles. You know what's funny? I, I'm not a big car guy, even though some people think I am. Uh, Timper, thank you very much, by the way, buddy. Uh, sorry, I, I couldn't keep up with everybody in the chat. Everybody was like sending out their support after I said my little like sob story about people. Not yeah, no, we don't like you, Meg, but, but go I, ahead. No, I, <laughs> there he goes, Meg, with his Sally Field moment. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, anyways, in all seriousness, um, I'm not really much of a car guy. I just know somebody who owns a racetrack, and um, he's about uh, 40 minutes from here, and he rents like exotic cars. Right, so when people start saying like, "Oh, Meg, blickety blah, he's showing off again," and I'm like, "No, man, I go. The guy owns a bloody racetrack and he rents exotic cars to people, so you can rent them. Like, it's like you know, like 150 bucks an hour or whatever, 200 bucks an hour, and you can like drive a Ferrari around the track a few times. But obviously, the perks of owning the damn thing is he brings the cars home, right? Because they're his. Uh, or I mean, at least they're part of the companies. So yeah, yeah so I yeah. get to see all these cars. You I just know have the right nothing. friends. I, well, yeah. And so here's the thing. Uh, that, that's all part of the restaurant business thing, right? I've been in the restaurant yeah. business and in the hospitality business for like you know 30 years now. So you meet some pretty big people along the way, right? Celebrities and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, anyhow, the point is I know really nothing about cars. I know how to like change the, the the fluid. I know how to drive really fast. I could drive like I, you know, I taken the Tesla to about 170 on the highway uh, just to test it to see how fast I can go with it. And I just did it to, to put it through its paces, right? So, I mean, that thing can, <laughs> that thing can move. Uh, so, anyways, that kind of stuff. Uh, but this is, that, this is what it sounds cars. like when you're going 100 miles an hour in a Tesla. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's crazy. so terrifying, but it's, it's terrifying how fast you can like, I could be driving like, you know, like, let's say, okay, that's, I'm going to change it to miles per hour. I could be driving like 70. Mm -hmm. I can go from 70 to 100 in like one second. So like if a truck is being a complete jerk and he's like, like all over the highway, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm out of here. And I'm like gone. And it's just like, and people just like, 
like what was that? It was like you know, like the like you know, like uh, what was it? The, the Dark Knight when he's driving the, his his bat bike, the motorcycle, yeah. and he flies by, and everybody's like, "What was that?" It's kind of like that, but there's no bloody sound, so it's it's unnerving for a lot of people, right? It's like but, a horror and, movie and, yeah. on wheels, uh, but it's beautiful. Uh, for Donnie Kazada, the Lucid Air just—it looks like a Tesla, but it's got uh, very narrow headlights. It's just—it's—it's it's a nice-looking competitor, but uh, I like cars too. I, I'm excited for Ford. I love Ford. I love them. Love them. I'm gonna give it a shot. Like I said, I'm not a racing guy, but I will give the game a shot because at that point, I'm probably gonna be getting back into Game Pass by late September, early October when I finish up the backlog. Mm. And because uh, I'm finishing up the backlog, I got three more games on PlayStation. My Xbox is all cut up. So I got three more games on PlayStation, and then I'm going to get uh, Game Pass at the end of when I'm done that. And then I'm going to play Starfield. I'll play mo- uh, Motorsport and then whatever else. Because, you know, might be Modern Warfare 3 in there, folks. Just saying. Yeah, we got we Just got the release saying. date. November 10th for anybody who's keeping notes on what they need to know. But November 10th is the release date for Modern Warfare 3. And could it possibly sneak its way into Game Pass? Or is there some market agreement? I will wait to find out more on that. Mag, uh, so we got one for, for a question for Mag, it looks like. Red Wolf says, thank you for the five. He says, Mag, can you point at the screen and yell, I, I saw what you did, Red Wolf. I, he says, I need this. You know what's kind of funny? That was actually one of the comments, the nasty comments. They're like, he's always yelling at us. And I right? like that. I like that. Like, and I was like, and so I, re- I responded. I'm like, and I thought, I was just responding in a joking way. And then he's like, do you talk to your family like that? And I'm like, this guy's serious. He's actually serious. And then all of a sudden, Red Wolf, I saw what you wrote in the chat, scumbag. There you go. All right? Everybody there, happy? There you go. There, there you go, Red Wolf. <laughs> and then somebody who just tunes in goes, man, those guys are mean. Uh, we got Biff Rinaldi with the two says, are you threatening me? Laugh out loud. <laughs> um, let me read a couple more. We got to get going. Let's see. We got Web Dave, a good friend. $5 super. Thank you, Web Dave. He says, Colt, Meg, great show, guys. Everyone, slap the like button. Colt would be awesome to have you on our Sunday night show. I've actually seen you ask me that the other day. Uh, Colt breaking the sound barrier. I felt like I did. At least part of my face did, and the rest of my body was way back there. Um, yes, I've been on a lot of shows lately. Give me like a, a few days or, or a week and then hit me up, Web Dave. I appreciate it. Uh, Max, sorry, I have to put this over here. Max Kilman says, English is yeah. not my first language. And I was relieved when Gaz left because he talks so fast. I couldn't keep up. Uh, enter Uh-oh. the mag. So, Uh-oh. wow. You talk I say s- slower than Gaz? That's impossible. That's impossible. Kaz? Kaz can barely even put two sentences together. That's why that's why he's being stripped of his bar right now and he's being now he's the janitor of the uh, of the of the law firm that he works at. So that's that's uh, what Wilford happened. Wilford and Brimley's why, or whatever it's called yeah, well, over there. Uh, I, I think it was Hogan and Dawes. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I think that was the uh, the law firm <laughs> that Hogan he works Dawes. for. We what well, we need um, to come up with some like really super offensive British name to put together. I, well, I know. Uh, Maxi, by the way, Maxi Coleman, I believe ARS is Argentinian. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay. Okay. That's, well, I mean, that's Argentinian. So I say English. English is not my first language, and I'm like, oh, I think that's Argent. That's from Argentina. That's uh, so. 
if if that if that is indeed from Argentina, welcome to the chat. We we uh, we greatly appreciate the super chat and greatly appreciate you watching the show all the way from South America, man. That's fantastic. Great yeah. to see that. I'm trying to think. Argentina is probably on the East Coast timeline for us. If I'm just like guessing on the uh, globe, they I've are never the, actually looked into it. Well, I was just in South America in June, so uh, it was. Wow. Um, it's the same timeline. Or sorry, okay. timeline. Jesus, it, it sounds so, like the multiverse in the MCU. Uh, we're in the same time zone. You're like, <laughs> you the guys same have timeline. water here too in this dimension. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gamora. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. It, yeah. No, no, we're in the same time zone as Eastern Standard. So when I got down there, um, it was the same time. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, thank goodness for being able to run a podcast. Like it, it means so much that I, I learn more about this this earth we live on thanks to the people who tune in. So we appreciate it. One more. Highlander001, thank you for the five. Says, Mag, the day I care about a stranger's opinion of me is the day I eat water out of a bowl with a fork. Love You're right, your buddy. man cave. Highlander, you know what? Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm talking to the screen for once. I appreciate that. But, you know, sometimes when you're like, you know, you, you have a, one of those days and then you just kind of, you know, you're a little bit vulnerable and then you look down and you see something like that. It just sometimes those arrows get through the armor, man. And it's like it's tough sometimes, you know, and it's like it doesn't happen all the time. Most of the time I just do, you know, well, I won't just do what I just did. But, you know, I might just, you know, tell somebody to F off or whatever. Just be like, whatever, dude, or just ignore them entirely. But sometimes sometimes that arrow gets through that armor and just gets, you know what I mean? Just gets stuck right in the side of the armpit. You know, it, it can it's depend like, on, it can depend on the day, you know, sometimes you feel a little bit vulnerable, vulnerable. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, what can I say? Like you, you can't pretend like it doesn't bother you at all the time, but uh, you know, and I, sometimes I see those and I'm I'm wondering, did mags, cause sometimes I'll remove them because it's like, it's not constructive to anything, but Sometimes I wonder, uh, is he going to feel like I do sometimes? But, hey, it's all you right. You know, Let, whatever, let's, man. Let's shift into more outrage that uh, actually has oh. some celebration in it. And I'm going to put some gameplay up. Oh, cool. It's going to work. All right. Uh, thank you for being here while I get things figured out in my own way. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about Rockstar because... The rumors of the Red Dead Redemption thing were coming up pretty hot, and I put together this little graphic I shared on social media, and I said, remember, I'm going to have to change it because I, I missed one, but remember last decade when Rockstar, Mag, had six bangers in five years. They had Grand Theft Auto 4, they had Max Payne 3, Red Dead Redemption, LA Noir, Midnight Club Los Angeles, and GTA 5, all within a five-year... I was going to say wingspan. All within such a short time. And now we get news that not only is Grand Theft Auto 5, 6 not ready to be revealed anytime soon that, that we know of, but they're right. finally going to remaster Red Dead Redemption. Did you follow this news today? Yeah. Um, listen, it's basically the port. That, that what's really sad about it um, is oh, that... On. I might have audio on here. I forgot. Just a second. Um... Oh, it says game audio too loud. I think it's starting on. Audio! Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I hope you were able to hear me, but uh, the, the lead up. But normally when I render these videos just for the show, like this is a fully rendered montage I put together, I usually remove all of the game audio, and I totally didn't do that. So now we should be good. Mag, go ahead. Sorry. In case anybody didn't hear it the first time. 
There you go. That's what I think about that remastered. <laughs> Listen, it's something that the other consoles are getting that the Xbox already had for years, which is basically just an up-resed 60 FP, uh, 4K 60 FPS version of Red Dead Redemption through, you guessed it, backwards compatibility. So, you know, it's funny. People made fun of backwards compatibility. Who the hell is going to play old games? La-da-dee-da. La-loo-loo-loo-loo. All right? And then whatever. And then all of a sudden, guess what? Now they're trying to package the same thing over again. I was about to say crap, but it's not crap because they're great games. But they're packaging the same thing, and they're charging 50 bucks for it. Are you out of your mind? You could literally, if you already own the game right now, or probably got it on the cheap, let's say digital, somewhere along your journey of being on the Xbox platform, guess what? You could play the exact version that they're releasing right now on Xbox. What an absolute joke. If you're going to do something like this or get, you know, get the buzz going about whatever the heck was going on. I mean, you see it on Twitter, I think, or whatever, X Twitter last week or the week before. You saw that Rockstar was starting to trend. People were talking about it. People were putting up clips of, of, uh, of their old, um, uh, you know, playthroughs of Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. Something was going down, right? Something yeah. was going down. And what do you do? You're releasing the version that has already been out on Xbox for years. What an absolute travesty. Like, this is a complete joke. If you're going to do something like this, you haven't released a game in years. Okay? Can you please just do something for the people? Like, my God, it's gotten to the point. Like, I understand games get more complicated. I yeah, get it. Yeah. I, I, I also understand that they put a lot of money and time into GTA Online. I get it. They're making billions of dollars. Okay. Sure. They didn't make so much with uh, um, with uh, Red Dead Redemption's uh, online there. They didn't make as much. And then they eventually just stopped supporting it, right? Uh, which is a shame because actually it's a pretty cool idea of like that, you know, that turn of the century world and, you know, building it out and stuff. Pretty wild. Um, no pun intended. Uh, but anyways, the idea is that it, 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 it was a really good idea. But anyway, the point is release some content for God's sake. Like, I mean, holy mackerel, we were, we got GTA 3, Vice City, you know, Los Santos. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're uh, trying. They're trying like to get GTA, GTA 6 4. out. But, Cold, it's been 10 years. Okay, like, I'm going to re-reset because the game audio might have stepped over what I said. It's very brief. Right. But in five years' time, Rockstar put out six games. GTA 4, Max Payne 3, Red Dead Redemption, L.A. Noir, Midnight Club, Los Angeles, and GTA Five, all within a five-year lifespan or time span, which is from two to three different studios: Rockstar North, San Diego, right. and something else, right? Yeah. But huge output that we have never seen since. Since GTA Five came out in 2013, yeah. they haven't one game. Red dude. Dead Two, right? Red Dead Two in 2018, which uh, which was up against, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Game of the Year up against God of War. That could go either way because I was I loved Red Dead Redemption too. I thought that should have won Game of the Year, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. you know, well, whatever. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. But that's the not the is, problem. Well, you got one game cold in ten years. Come on, man. Let's tackle like, the what problem are they doing? because we missed one that they did release. And it was the Grand Theft Auto trilogy remaster. That was a huge, was nasty debacle. Uh, Which big is the rip same off. thing, once again, the same thing you could play on your Xbox through backwards compatibility, if I'm not mistaken. No? Or 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 was it not available? I'm not even sure. I can't remember. Yes, I just know you, could, Dead. you could play only Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on Xbox 360. It was an Xbox Live Arcade game, which was basically the mobile port, which is 
what they did with three Vice City, and well, that's a whole thing we talked about like you know, a year ago. But here, I have something to say. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, like you set up that we've had this for years. So since 2016, since July 2016, I have the date, July 5th, 2016, Xbox gamers have been able to play Red Dead Redemption at its native 720p 30 on Xbox One and One S um, with their save intact. It comes right through through Xbox Cloud Saves. It's right there. You don't have to pay for Cloud Saves. It's automatically there if you're an Xbox customer and you own the game. So sc- sales of this game skyrocketed, skyrocketed 1,200% in 2016 when this came out. And then a year or so later when Xbox One X came out, the mid-gen console, this game through the Hoti method that <clears throat> Jason Ronald and his team have with Back and Pat put the game up to full native 4K with 16 times texture filtering. So the game looks phenomenal. Of course, you're seeing it here at 1080p yeah. compressed through a lot through a stream, but the game is beautifully gorgeous. So if we just go off the last version, over the past five years, Xbox console owners have had nearly a full remaster free of charge and PlayStation fans have been locked away from this game outside of PlayStation now, which runs it at 720p with massive latency through their cloud server on a PS3 sitting in a server rack. So I just want to say before I give you the mic that because of PlayStation's lack of backward compatibility, they've cost their customers, their customers hundreds and thousands of dollars in games and hardware that they have been cut away from because they haven't been done anything to support games like Red Dead Redemption. They probably also don't have the technology to do it because from my understanding, I'm not a tech guy, okay, but I understand that the that the process to do all that was actually quite difficult to be able to um, basically reverse engineer everything to Correct. be able yeah. to, to be able to play everything forward. Now that being the case, um, you know, kudos kudos and Xbox for that. So like, look at that. You say like, you know, when some people said, "What the what that what's the point?" Here's the point. <laughs> this is the point. So if you want to go back and play that game, now you could do so. But you know the problem. My bigger problem is 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 the Rockstar situation. They painted themselves in a corner uh, now because now what are you gonna do? Now what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna say that you're doing like a? Like, they should have done a remake from the ground up, like like uh, Capcom does with the Resident Evil games. They should have done that. They should have done that. You know what I mean? But they didn't. And anyway, so that's, what are, that's, what are they? What are PlayStation and Switch getting? They're August. getting the they're getting the Xbox version of Red Dead Redemption for fifty bucks. <laughs> like, are you out of your mind? Like, shout out to Marlon Gaming. Actually, I was watching him go off about it for about forty minutes. He's, I know some he's people. great. He's yeah. hilarious, and he was going off about it for like forty minutes. Trash, garbage, right? And he's done all the sound effects and stuff. It was really funny. Yeah. Anyways, the point is, he's not wrong. But what he did say is something that's interesting is that he's like, you can play that on Xbox right now for free. And he's like, I still have my Red Dead Redemption. He goes, so I can just pop it in and play it, no problem. And I'm going to play the version that you're getting that you're spending 50 bucks on. Hold on, I'm going to get something while you're talking. Sure. Oh, wait. So before, the other thing before is... I, before yeah. I walk away from the camera, do you remember what the uh, resolution that you get on PlayStation 4 and Pro and PS5? Did you oh, read that? Oh, God. Well, they don't have a PS5 version, uh, if uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's just a PS4. They, they they do through the back and pat that's now finally there. I'll be right back. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go do your thing. Anyways, while he's gone, I don't know the exact resolutions. I can't remember them offhand. I did see the list earlier today. However, that being the case, 
I wanted to talk quickly about Rockstar and the fact that their lack of output is abysmal. I understand their games are incredible. I understand that there are experiences that, you know, once they're out, you know, they drive the, gen you know, they drive the industry forward with a lot of tech and things like that. However, the thing is, you can make the experiences a little bit smaller. There's no need to take the GTA 5 map and say, well, GTA 6 is going to be 187,000 times bigger than the GTA 5 map. I'm like, what for? What for? Four. Why are yeah. we driving through the desert for six effing days? <laughs> Why? There is no point Kiflom, to all this. Kiflom, Kiflom, You remember that bloody mission, Kiflom? I do. Like, like, I I, 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 I got a hundred percent on. Grand I had to run. Yeah, I just had to, to run point on that out. That was forever. a tough one. Dude, Twenty minutes that? on foot. Oh no, dude, it was longer. It was like an hour. Let, or me, something. let me show you something. Sure, sure, just sure. Just so sure. people don't think we're just capping because it's Red Dead Redemption. This is the uh, one of. I think it's the only physical game I own on Xbox at this point. And it's been signed by John Marston, by Rob Weedoff, the, the, the voice actor. See it up in the That's corner in the, in the silver. And uh, in here, he wrote... Outlaws Till the End and signed his name. Oh, that's so dope. I love that. So I really like this game. And when, uh, when it got its back and pat... I don't know if you guys remember, but it actually showed up on the on the dashboard uh, in 2016, like in the spring or something. And you could launch the splash screen, and then it would close down. And then, like a couple weeks later, they just like dropped it and broke the news, and it was a really big yeah. deal. So, yeah. um, well, for, well, why can't 1440p? Oh, you got it. Sorry, do that first. Yeah, it's, that it's first. 1080p on the PS4. Okay. Um, shoot. Yeah, 1440p 30 on the Pro and 4K 30 on the PS5. I might have one of those wrong. Uh, <laughs> capping. Yeah, I hate the word capping, but what, what are you going to yeah. do? You got you Risk it, use, I saw what you wrote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> risk it for the biscuits. He's distracting me from the from the from the from the mm -hmm. topic at hand about about the, the new show he's got an idea for. Anyways, uh, well, me, there's, yeah, some, there's a couple things I want to bang through here on this. Um, you get the Undead Nightmare, which is a really great DLC that comes if you get this new version of Red Dead on PlayStation and, and the Switch. But it does not have their multiplayer mode, which is almost a repeat of the campaign where you go out and kill and skin animals and to level up. And you unlock different horses. And it's got this whole progression system. And you can play it alone-ish or you can play it with friends. And then it's got PvP, PvE stuff that's really great. Um, that was my character that you saw that was wearing the top hat with the feather in it. That's my multiplayer character. You can go take on forts. So that is completely not coming. <clears throat> excuse me. That is not coming to the uh, PlayStation version. So it's just one of those things where PlayStation's back and pats really bit them. But hey, they've got games. So why do they need What's back the and pat? Point? Why even bother? You know what I'm saying? Who's going to buy this at this point? I'm, you know, I'm very interested to see what kind of sales they get out of this, and not, and obviously not from the Xbox side of things. I want to see what kind of sales they get out of this, so I want to see their metrics of how they measure success as to what's going to happen with this situation. I'm very curious. So we already very had curious. metrics today when they released the launch trailer on Rockstar's YouTube channel, which is a really great little two and a half minute trailer for Red Dead Redemption. Um, it had a few hours ago it had thirty four thousand dislikes. And uh, seventeen thousand upvotes. Ooh. It was seventeen oh. to seventeen, and then as the day went on, uh, it's been ratioed really, really bad. Of course, you have to use a third-party app to see that. And Ooh. I think Hazador uh, on Twitter or on X Twitter, 
uh, was able to screen cap that for us. But wow, people are really like upset. A, like, why are you like charging? That's like a Marvel movie trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rachel! 50 bucks. Yeah. 50 bucks. Uh, and we were really hoping, like, they already oh, have the entire Red Dead Redemption 1 map fully rebuilt in the current model engine in Red Dead 2. But, I mean, there's just so many mechanics that you just can't rescan or do a file save as into the new engine but this is what they did a file save as switch file save as ps4 and then it just gets the the back and pat version for ps5 so i don't know yeah, uh, does this uh, bother uh, you mag or are you like i'm does, good i got it my one place no, it's or stupid no it's stupid no I, it bothers me because i'm upset i'm upset because yeah, surprise uh i'm upset because i want i wanted to play a remake of this game a ground up give take away my achievements you know what I mean? Like start not take them away, but you know what I mean. Start from scratch. Like I just like like with Resident Evil Four. I have Resident Evil Four. You know, I played it on the, on. Wow, the, oh God, I played it like four different times throughout the generations on different systems. But the point is, you know, you get the remake. You're starting from scratch. Ooh, it's like a whole brand new experience, right? Especially with the with the with the gorgeous graphics and everything else. I was expecting a Red Dead Redemption remake from the ground up. Release that while we've been waiting for a bloody decade for Grand Theft Auto Six. Right, because we know you're not going to yeah. get another Red Dead Redemption anytime soon. So we figure this would hold us over to, until a GTA Six, and then after GTA Six, then you go with Red Dead Redemption Three, right, or a prequel, whatever the hell they want to do. So yeah, yeah, I figured that that's the route that they were going to go. I understand that Strauss has announced a bunch of things. They, they, you know, he talked about how they're going to be doing another Max Payne. They're doing another, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, La Noir. Oh, they yeah, are. No, yeah, they're doing no, they're doing a sequel to Max Payne, and then they're don't... also doing a sequel to L.A. Noir. Uh, but when? That's the point. Is like it's gotten to the point where like, dude, we don't care anymore. The game, like, when? It's been years. It's like you know the thing is, if you make it, if you're making the games too big and too ambitious. I saw somebody in the chat actually said something interesting about uh, how he plays uh, online. I think it's a super chat. We'll get to that later. Um, that's you know that's a whole different story. I'm just talking about for like the actual game itself, the the actual single player game, uh, not the online multiplayer aspect of it, which you could build out forever. I think that that's the kind of thing where you could keep adding on, yeah. like Destiny. You could keep adding on, like you know expansions and things like that. That's a great idea. Keep that map going forever. But when you're getting to the core experience of the game, do what like like look Ubisoft listened. Ubisoft listened. They're like, dude. Well, we're just gonna call Ubisoft, dude. Okay, dude. Your maps are getting ridiculous. 175 hours to finish the last Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like, come on, man. I mean, they've, they're, like, they're I got a thousand that. out of a thousand on it, but like, they're it takes 175. That. Yeah, and they are with Mirage. Mirage is like the size experience, right? They're cutting it down and they're making it more focused. You can do that with Grand Theft Auto and still have a 50 to 60 to even 70 hour experience in there and just make it denser and smaller instead of whatever the hell they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. They, they could make the map bigger at the service of their next online thing where it could just become the whole metaverse thing. I don't know, but um, I forget. <laughs> they did, by the way, chat. I Chat, they are remaking. I know they're remaking Max Payne 1 and 2, but yes. they're also going to be working on a sequel. I love they see Valhalla, by the way. Skill at will. I did too. Uh, but the yeah. thing is, is that um, they are making a sequel to Eleanor, and they, uh, sorry, and they're making a sequel to Max Payne as well. It's just don't know when. I just but don't they understand are why. The first two. I don't understand. They did announce that. Yes, they did. Yeah. I, I think we talked about max Payne one and two last week although it feels yeah. like it but i just don't understand why their game their core games are the top tier in quality in almost every aspect and then when it comes to remastering those amazing masterpieces 
they just they do a file save as they've done it with grand theft auto 5 they're doing it with red dead redemption they've done it with the grand theft auto trilogy which that should have been treated with total um sacrosanctity nice word well nice it really should have like that should have been so pure and and special to say we're gonna bring grand theft auto 3 vice city and san andreas to this generation like that should have been a six-year project where they just poured over it made it amazing (laughs) they just did hey here's the phone version we remove the phone prompts and uh they didn't even make it colt they gave it to somebody else they outsourced it to a third party that's not so right, like it was man. it was just a waste of time. It was just a way I was disappointed with that too because I'm like, what is this? I bought it. Come on. I didn't buy it. I balked. And you know it's funny because I was this close. Because I had my finger on the buy button. I was just like, oh my God, am I gonna push it? I'm gonna push it. I'm like, no, you're not gonna push it. Get away from there. So, you know, the, yeah, thank you, Boba Fed Gaming. Trilogy was an insult, especially for games like that. That those those games are revered in the annals of gaming history i said annals not the other stuff I that's know. a real you know and so sorry i had to pause before in the I said deep that. the deepest and the darkest annals of the game yes, yes of, they are it's gaming the sacred the synchronicity of it yeah you know what i mean yeah. and uh, like you know what you know what they should i don't know I, I i'm at a loss with these people okay i'm at a loss right now i'm like listen just give us something better. That's it. I don't care. I'm not going to follow Rockstar. I'm not going to listen to you on your crap. I'm not going to watch your stupid trailers and whatever else. And I don't want to watch clips of a five-year-old game that I've already put in 150 hours into, which was uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Bring something to the table or just leave. All right? Just bring something to the table or get out. To like, close this everybody's Rockstar. tired of it. To close this Rockstar discussion, we're just going to say, they just don't make the right decisions. Like we've been asking for four, five years for them to give us a enhanced 60 FPS version of Red Dead Redemption 2. I, I bet you they have nothing, no, no inkling of of desire to do that for their fans. Like it's almost like they don't want to do any of that. I I, I just don't get it. Uh, in fact, I think this is uh, right now. You're looking at the remastered version of grand theft auto five which you could get on your mom's pc that looks like this but um i don't know i may skip this footage forward um let's move forward into news that i I didn't see coming but apparently there is a a 4k 60 version of killer instinct coming to xbox for the first time in yesterday i don't know what this means mag help me out in the chat I should have asked you about this before, but apparently Iron Galaxy, who worked on the Killer Instinct Xbox One game, uh, is going to make the game at 4K, check some balancing things, and just start supporting the game. But <laughs> five years ago, they already made it 4K60 on Xbox One X. Digital Foundry has a whole entire video and a web page devoted to yes. the Killer Instinct Xbox One in hex enhanced version where it runs at a full native 4K 60 and looks phenomenal according to them and any of you have played it. But apparently Iron Galaxy is working on a 4K. I, what am I missing here? I don't. I talked about this on Fonz's show and I said uh, uh, on GameStop Live yesterday. I said I don't. I don't understand this. It's already 4K 60. What is Iron Galaxy announcing here? I'm sorry. I'm just. I don't know. Do you have any idea, Meg? 
No, I don't. Why are they doing that? I mean, maybe they should go hang out with Rockstar because they're they're releasing the same <laughs> they're releasing the same game they released five years ago. So I like when when I saw the news, I saw a lot of people excited. I'm like, guys, 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 guys. I'm, I'm glad you're excited, but can we just pump the brakes for a second? Don't we already have this, or am I missing something? And it's funny I you say that, Colt, because when you say, uh, oh. Sorry, something is someone said something funny in the chat. Uh, the thing is, is that uh, this chat tonight is ridiculous. You guys are like, I swear to God, there's like a thousand stand-up comedians in this chat tonight. It's like a thousand like. And I already you know, have uh, massive ADD, Hells. and then they just make it worse. Uh, Seventy eight Incorporated U.S. Gaming says it's a ten-year anniversary update. Thank you for that. That's information I did not have uh, ready to tell you, but yes, an anniversary update. I'm just wondering, maybe Mag, are they? pouring over all of the assets and giving it a full instead of just doing a, a really nice looking up res they're gonna pour over and make sure everything is at the 4k quality and just kind of give it a a clean you know a little spit shine or something maybe i think i think so because as you had already mentioned it's already at 4k 60 right now yeah right and yeah. so i think maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna you know do a little paint job you know what I mean? Just like touch up some of it. Who knows? Like they, I, I'm not really 100%. I understand that someone in the chat just said it's a 10-year anniversary. I get it. Uh, yeah. It is the 10-year anniversary. Now, here's the thing. The bigger question is why. The the question is not okay. They're doing this, or you know, why you know why are they doing this uh, at the 10-year? They're doing it because they're trying to gain interest to see if there's interest in it in the future. They want to see how much engagement comes with this game on Game Pass. Yes, I agree. That's what it all. That's all it boils down to. Because Phil wants to see. He's given. Listen, Phil's got his finger on the pulse. Okay. He's got his finger on the pulse. He listens to us. He hears us. He's in these chats. Well, he's not in the chats all the time, but he's certainly listening to these shows. And that being the case, when he's listening to these shows, we're the audience. We're the consumers, right? We're not, we're not, we're not like shills or anything else that work for them. We're customers. So he listens to the except for Colt. Fraud, but uh, as the you know, some of the some of the the Twitter <laughs> some of the comments say. I say, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. and then of course those pictures of Colt with the big long nose. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> Meg, which Hold I on. screenshot. If, if, if my Michael GTA Five starts murdering pedestrians, it let's pretend it wasn't me playing. It okay. was. Okay, listen, Colt is a is an ice cold killer. All right, so he seems nice on camera. He's got his nice little golf shirt on. No, 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 no. You get him in a game, he's murdering people. Anyways, here's the thing. He, the guy's got his finger on the pulse. He's got his, you know what I mean? And he's listening to what's going on or whatever. To. And then, Well, he needs to. It's, it's part of his job, right? He wants to, you know, he's researching. He's like, what are these guys into? What are they talking about? What's the chat talking about? And now when we've been talking about, especially Boom, I, I got to give it to Mr. Boomstick XL. I know you listen to this show. Listen, the guy has been calling for a killer instinct since I've been podcasting with the guy for three years. This poor guy's be like, someone give me a Killer Instinct sequel. Like he's like, you know, crawling up the hill, begging for them to get. Like, and just listen. Maybe this is it. Maybe yeah. this is the first bit of it. Maybe this is the start. Maybe this is the morsel that is like, all right, let's give him a taste and let's see how many people actually get in there and play this. So what you do, just like you said, Colt, give it a spit shine. You know, fix it up. Put it in a more cohesive package. Throw it in a game pass. Put it right up in front and release it as like a new. You know what I mean? Like as like a, as a new release in Game Pass, see how many people get into it. If it, if it, if it garners a lot of attention and you get a lot of engagement, then then Phil can go back and say, you know what, guys, go for it. Here's whatever sixty million, seventy million, eighty million, however much it costs to make a fighting game these days. Um, you know what I mean? And just go for it. Go make a sequel, right? Yeah. At this yeah. point, even if they don't have the money up front, Colt, they could also take the money from ABK. 
You know what I mean? You're making money off of King. You're making money off of Call of Duty, tra- microtransactions, all this other kind of stuff. Sure, you're covering the costs of what they're doing at ABK. What do you do the excess money? Like I told, like I told you guys like a month ago about how Hollywood works. They got an extra hundred million bucks in the bank. Throw it over there and make a game with it for the Xbox Game Studios. Yeah, uh, I know people have been begging for Killer Instinct for quite a while. Like you've talked about, and we've heard a lot of people talk about the game. Um, I don't think Killer Instinct on Xbox One was very popular because the console was off to a really rough start when that launched. Um, in the chat, some Great people game. said, "Yeah, it's." I mean, I'm not a big. Sorry, I'm just not a. I'm not a fighting fan anymore, so I don't really know what makes those games fantastic. But Street Fighter Six and Mortal Kombat One are pretty dang big right now, uh, and maybe Xbox just wants to have that fighting game that's in their family, like in their library family of games that they can say, "Hey, we have this, we have that, we have everything." Um, so maybe, but I mean, it's a pretty safe bet, like you said, Mag, to enhance the game, give it a coat of paint, do some things, get it up in front of people again, and see where the interest is. See, does it is it truly worth it? And it's kind of a low risk, uh, low reward thing, I guess. Well, yeah, oh. and like that's the thing is that you look at it. Like I said, it's a pretty inexpensive way to get people's attention and see if see what kind of actual attention it garners. That's what it all boils down to. It all boils down to engagement. If you get a million or two people, three million, whatever, people playing this game all of a sudden, and, it, and it, you never know. It might take off. It might be a thing. It might, revive, it might be revived from the dead. Who the heck knows? Uh, and it might be a thing. And if it is a thing, they're like, all right, green light the sequel. Right? Yeah, then you yeah. can green light a sequel. And then obviously it'll take a couple of years beyond that. But at least it's there. And at least it's an option. So that's what, that's what I think this is all about. This is a big litmus test to see what kind of attention it gets. So you I think, think the hardcore. You think it's there. not enough, though, to, to give a 10 year old game? Because it is. It's a 10 years old now, right? Dude, to give it, it looks- to put it out in front and say, are people excited? It's like people will be more excited about something new. But um, they're just not there you know, yet, I guess. Here, here's the thing, Colt is that a lot of those people, like, you get the hardcore, like, you know, the guys who've been playing it all these years, which, by the way, the game still looks like it just came out, for crying out loud. It looks incredible. It does look nice, um, yeah. It looks incredible. So, you know, you get, like, the hardcore who are actually already playing the game, but that was 10 years ago, right? So what they're doing now, 10 years later, they're not looking at you. They're not looking at me. They're not looking at Boom. They're not looking at anybody who's playing that game, like, when it came out. Yeah. They're, they're looking, looking at, at young, a new young gen- kids, yeah. They're looking at a new generation, because 10 years ago, my son wasn't even one years old. But now, Jeez. my son, right? Think about this. Now my son is gaming seven days a week. Who do you think the focus is on now? Me? You? No. Because we're already in the ecosystem. Gosh. Yeah, my They want to get... Dude, that's crazy. they want to get... Think about that. So now... That's who, that's who they're after. They're after... <laughs> it sounds so bad. They're after my son. <laughs> they're coming for your kids. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> they're going to make it's your not... kids play violent video yeah. games. Yeah, no. It's not Hollywood. Yeah. No, they're not coming yeah. for my kids. Uh, anyways, uh, here's the thing. Uh, what? I didn't say anything. It was just... I, I, I don't know. It was somebody look, else. Look, uh, look, somebody look, else look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. So the, the thing is, at the end, <laughs> at the end of the day... They're looking to market to those people. So my, my son turns on Xbox, and he sees, he goes to Game Pass, and he goes, all right, what's cooking over here? Because you know how kids are. They play one game here, one game there, one game here. They're not like us. They don't go to like that, like, you know, uh, put time and effort. They want to jump around. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he turns on Game Pass. What's new? You know, they have like the, you know, the uh, recently released section. Okay. And then you got Killer Instinct sitting right there. 
hmm, that looks cool. There's werewolves and all kinds of cool stuff. Is a werewolf that's right up a ten year old's alley? Yeah. Right, that's so dope. For a 10-year-old, that's like the greatest thing ever, right? They click on that thing, they start playing that. What if it takes off with a whole new generation? You don't know. I mean, I guess that's we the don't hope. Know. That's the hope. Isn't that isn't that what they're after in the end? They don't care. They don't care about us. We're not going to make it take off again. We're not the fighting, you know, we're not the fighting game people that they want anymore. We're already there. If you're already there, you're already there. They're after those kids because they want to see if it trends with the younger generation. That's what it all boils down to, man. I'm telling you that's what it is. My worry is that the uh, the reskin is not enough to garner a whole new look at the at the series. It, it might not be a good enough of a litmus test. That's my worry. But we'll, we'll totally change gears because speaking of kids, did you see that this um, this Twitch streamer, influencer guy, Kai Sinat? Oh, my God. <laughs> he threw a huge... Like get get together giveaway party in Union Square in New York City, and he was offering PlayStation Fives, gift cards, gaming cards, PCs, and there was a huge, like kind of a riot type thing. I don't know if you followed this news. Yeah, but I did. It turned it's... into some console war ammunition, as uh, the usual suspects on PlayStation side said that. Um, this shows the passion and the energy of celebration that the PlayStation Five brings that Xbox could never bring. But um, yeah, it does. Get hurt here when, at this uh, thing? I don't think so. I, I didn't see any reports of anybody getting hurt, but uh, they, there was a lot of damage. Uh, but uh, you know, there's nothing that says passion like uh, like you know when Starfield comes out and it gets a great score. I can't wait to go down the street and start jumping on people's cars and smashing them. So I mean, if that's what passion is, and I guess that's what we're talking about here. Listen, the guy did something really stupid. All right. He shouldn't have done that. If you're going to do giveaways, he could have done that on a live stream and just, you know what I mean? Do like a, like one of the, you know, do like one of those giveaway live streams and like every hour or whatever, every half hour, you give stuff away. Doing something in public like that, you are just begging for a disaster. Like you're giving away $500 consoles and then God knows how much uh, the, the gift cards were and whatever else. Listen, it's hard times right now. It's hard times yeah, for a lot yeah. of people. Not everybody, but it's hard times for a lot of people out there. And, you know, when cartons of eggs are double the price or people can't afford to go to the groceries up here in Canada, believe it or not, there's a lot of people that the, the, the food banks are empty. They're empty. Jeez. You know why? Because because parents of families who live in houses and have jo and had jobs or have jobs or whatever, they can't afford that their mortgages have doubled because of interest rates and whatever else, are going to the food bank to feed their kids. Okay, this is what's happening in the world right now, at least in yeah. North America. I can't speak for everywhere else. But And then you start talking about giving away stuff in public. You don't think people are going to show up and cause a problem? Of course they're going to show up and cause a problem because people are having trouble being able to pay their bills and they can get something like that. That's a coveted prize, man. He should yeah. have done it online. He should have done it as a live stream. The guy's a streamer, for Christ's sake. Why didn't you just do it on one of your live streams and say, nah, listen. He wanted, he wanted to go big, but he didn't realize you need permits and all kinds he's of the, uh, all kinds of he's stuff the to get biggest, that going. He's the, dude, he's the biggest streamer in the world. Okay? And, as and you know what? Like, I'm old, and I've never heard of him. Uh, maybe yeah, I need I know, to do better. No, no, no. It, 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 streaming is not our world. It's a whole different thing. I have a neighbor yeah. who does streaming, and uh, she's she's fantastic. Go check her out. Her, uh, Cat like meow. Uh, she's fantastic. Anyways, the point I, is, I, is, I had those conversations with uh, grownups this weekend at that reunion. Uh, they were like, "I heard you do YouTube," and I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "What what games do you play while you're wearing cat ears and no shirt on?" I'm like, <laughs> "You know, of course, you know." I'm like, "Oh, well, yeah, I do boring I videos on YouTube, and me and this old guy." 
from Canada, we talk about um, we talk about our bad backs. It's great. No, but we yeah. <laughs> let me read some supers here. Man. We got go, uh, go L.A. Chargers fan. Thanks, thanks for the two dollars. He says, "Can you wish a happy birthday?" Yes, uh, to his bro. So I'm going to say happy birthday, Elver Galarga. Happy birthday. I don't know how old you are, but you've made it this far, and uh, you're just going to keep getting older. It's going to be great. But happy birthday. Happy and, birthday. Um, have two scoops of ice cream today. You deserve it. Just watch out for that that cavity. It might hurt a little bit. Dub with a member chat. So, so excited. He's Killer Instinct is getting an update for Xbox Series S. Uh, before I finish what Dub said, somebody in the chat also reminded me that the Xbox Series S gets the Xbox One version. So this would be really great for people on Series S. They would get a high-resolution enhanced version as well. Uh, Dub says... Really hoping this means that the new Killer Instinct is even closer to happening. Uh, I think that's what Mag's getting at. That's that's kind of, yeah, yeah. I think if they've gone this far, Mag, they're probably want to do it. They just want to know how much. That's what I'm hoping. They want to know how much excitement. We've got some Starfield footage showing here, so we're going to talk about Starfield in a minute. There's a lot going on with that. Um, Maxi came and says, uh, Argentinian, Stellis, Artro... Darn, I don't know what this is. Stellis or Choice Lover, smiley face. Stella Artois. Stella Artois, the beer. Artois. The beer, the beer oh, that makes me insane. that's why I don't know. Yeah, okay. M- Manny, what's up? Sorry, he awesome. said something funny. Yeah, awesome. no, Stella Artois, man. I can't do it anymore. It makes me insane, and I end oh, up in my neighborhood. that's the one you were talking about. So yeah, he was yeah, watching yeah, the uh, show uh, like a month ago when you were talking about that. Dude, like you, you drink like five or six pints of that stuff, maybe seven pints of that. I know it sounds crazy for you guys. That's normal for uh, Canadians. Uh, anyways, you do something like that, you end up in your neighbor's ditch, like Robert Downey Jr. in two thousand and two. Like you just end up at someone else's house, sleeping in their bed, and it's just like the craziest thing. Don't do it, man. Drink one Stella and move on to another beer, please. I beg you. They put something in there to make you insane. I think it's gonna start the zombie apocalypse. Don't quote me on that. Carry on, Cole. There, there's Meg's uh, public service announcement. Like I said, you know, we're not me- medical professionals, but you will gra- get great medical advice just by swinging by the show. Uh, hit the like button if you're having a good time. Uh, let's see. We got Bradley Carter who says, Bangers and Mash Law Firm. That's what we'll start calling what word gas works. I love it. There we go. 277 <laughs> says, Who makes the best spicy chicken sandwich? Go. Well, what a crazy chat that was. Uh, best spicy chicken sandwich? Me? I just, I just thought, yeah, probably Mag. Yeah. If you actually go to my uh, Twitter, uh, my ex-Twitter, uh, go down to the media section, scroll down. I think it was like two months ago I did uh, Southern Fried Chicken, uh, and I, I did like 200 of them. And uh, so check out my video there. You can actually watch me do that. Anyways, oh, I'm carry gonna on. Love that. I'm going to love that. Gamer by Choice with a member chat says, I have a year in GTA Online. I could use a larger map with more businesses and missions. A larger map is go. needed, especially if more players than six. Yeah, I, I agree, probably. Uh, I don't play much of it anymore, but when I did play it, it was phenomenal. Uh, See, God Emperor oh, Silver King. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry, I was going to say that's what I was talking about. Like in the yeah. online section, you could continue to build and add more, right? But in the main story, keep the main story a little bit more focused and a bit smaller. But the online, keep building and making it larger and larger and do it over time like they did with GTA Online. Perfect. Anyways, carry on. Yeah, I guess you could just keep some of the missions contained. Uh, Alvin, thank you. Uh, let's see, I got another one here before we read Alvin's. God. God Emperor Selfie King says, when it comes to Grand Theft Auto Trilogy remake and Dreamcast guy gives it a night. I love Dreamcast guy. Stop it now. Uh, Alvin says, James Goddard, head of Killer Instinct and Microsoft, come on stage and said, quote, looking forward to the next 10 years of Killer Instinct. I missed that quote. He said, there's more than 4K patch in the fall. Oh, awesome. So they have been listening. I didn't hear that. I didn't either. Uh, and, And that's a product of me. I'm not a big fighting fan and, you know, 
Killing Instinct was okay for me. So I wasn't diving all over in the information, which I should have done. It's my job to do that as uh, somebody on the show. Angry Hippie with a five. Thank you so much. He says, doesn't the Series S only run the Xbox One S version game of, of Xbox One games? Yes, for the most part, it does when you're looking at back of Pat. So yes, if you're on a Series S, you're not getting the nice enhanced version of what the hardware can do. So that's a good reason for Killing Instinct. One more. Dub says... Thinking on it, the fact that they announced it at the Sony-funded event now really makes me think a new Killer Instinct game is coming. So the, you guys have all convinced me. I think, yes, we are probably seeing something. We're talking about Starfield right now. I've got footage up that I've edited together from the trailers and the direct. Uh, right now, people are freaking out, Mag, because there is no playable demo at Gamescom. There is no marketing. There is. They have not announced they've gone gold. This means the game's being delayed. This means the game's trashed. They're not. You're not excited about it. What are your thoughts, Mag? I feel like I've been let's, talking let's, too much. Let's. No, you, uh, let's, you're not talking too much. It, listen, everybody, calm down. We are at the point of the summer where people are away. People are doing stuff. You could see it in the chats. You could see it in the ch- like the, the 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 attendance of the people watching live streams and whatever else. Like we're doing our shows. I'm watching this show, Dealer Show, uh, even Crossfire and all everything else. All these shows that I've been on, the numbers are like half, right? There's no news out there. People are away. They're going up north uh, in Canada, going doing cottage things, long weekends, doing all that kind of stuff, whatever else. In the U.S., you guys are traveling, doing whatever you guys do down there. This is the thing. That's what's happening right now, and that's why things are slow. Engagement is down. So why would you ramp up all your marketing, millions of dollars of marketing, when no one's watching (laughs) and no one's around to see it? Wait till people get back. I understand the game's coming out like right after Labor Day because we share the Labor Day is the same weekend for all of us in North America, right? So, you know, around the 5th or the 6th is when uh, I think it's the Monday or the Tuesday after Labor Day. Anyway, the point is, is that that's a little bit too late to start there. So maybe they give it another week. And I think by Gamescom, you really start ramping up the advertisements for it. Start showing more clips. Start, start showing some more playthroughs. Now, the thing is, I, we talked about that on, um, on another show. We were talking about how, how the hell do you take a game that could take you 500 hours and boil that down to a 15-minute demo that you play at Gamescom? Well, you're standing in line. I, I, w- I would agree. Like, I what are you saying? I'll just interject yeah. that in 2011, they had playable demos of Skyrim, like from the very beginning where you could make your character and people were racing through that to get to the game. So I don't remember what event that was, but what are your thoughts? That seems so dumb. Is that like, to me, that's the worst, like to me personally, I don't, I hate making my character. I was just like, oh my God, okay, fine. The nose kind of looks like mine. All right, moving on. You know what I mean? Just make me bald. Just make me bald with a beard. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's basically all I need to, cause that's, you know, that's what we're looking at. The here. character they actually oh. made in the, in the direct with the big black hair. If we just made right. that guy bald, that could be you. We'll make that's it work. It, man. That's it. It'll make it work. So anyway, the thing is, like, how do you take a 15-minute vertical slice out of a game that could take you 500 hours to play? I mean, you right? can. It's kind of hard. Maybe like, maybe, like, a little area. Like, you know how, like, it seems like he was clearing out, like, a camp or something? He or she was clearing out, like, a camp, like, jumping around and shooting to people and whatever, but- and then going inside. Maybe you do that, but then... That's not a good representation of what the game is when the right. game offers so much. That's the other problem. The game offers so much to do. It's like, okay, well, there's 85 things you could do. How do we pick one to represent this game that people are going to talk about it and give us free PR to the public? I, I right? want to be able to give 
I want to be able to give the the for and the against on this because I do feel both ways about how they haven't marketed or they don't have a demo. Like I could I can understand both sides. Let me say a four because uh, you set it up really well. The best parts of a Bethesda game are not the the big set pieces, the the guided narrative parts. Those are actually, in my opinion, the worst part of the game. When you're out freeform organically doing things, finding what you want, looking for something you want to discover and going through there and seeing what unfolds that is totally organic, that's the best part of a Bethesda game. I should know I've been playing a lot of their Fallout games lately and the narrative-driven stuff is not a good representation of what you will be doing most of the time. So if they give you free reign on the game, if they just say, okay, here's a level eight character, put in your perk points really quick, Mag, and we're going to put you on this planet and go. Like, would that work? Here's the problem. Again, that's the problem. Where do you cut it off? Because you're going to have thousands of people in line, right? How much could you possibly get done in like 15 minutes and like next? And then they throw you out. And then someone says, okay, man, you got to play Starfield. So what'd you do? You're like, nothing. I walked from here to there. And uh, by the time I shot one person, I had to leave because, you know, the the, the map was so big or whatever. Or you get in there and then people are like, well, it was basically just Call of Duty because all you did was shoot a bunch of people. Yeah. You're not how, did getting the shoot, how did the shooting feel? Oh, yeah, I felt great. Like, yeah, what did you do? Well, is- I didn't really get. Yeah. You're not going to get a representation of what this game is or what it's all about. So I can kind of see where they're coming from. Like where, like where do you, where do you take all these aspects and be able to stick it into a 15 minute demo for someone? It doesn't really work out. You know what I mean? Like you got to, you got, you might have to put 10 hours into this game before you get a feel of to what it is. Right? I don't know. I'm yeah. just saying that this is the only thing I can think of as the only reason why they're not doing it. If there was going to be a problem with the game or they were going to like delay it or anything else like that, we would have heard by now because the game comes out in a month. I think we would have heard. 25 25 days. 25 days. My God, not even a month. In fact, today their PR firm or their PR uh, part of Bethesda said that people will be reaching out via key mailer to content creators who are approved to get the review key. So they've said in the coming weeks. So we're still early before that happens. Cause I'm wondering, am I even going to be included in the review? Maybe not because I, you know, comparatively I have a very small channel to all of the other content creators who are at half a million to 3 million, uh, in a large force. But, uh, I don't think there's anything to worry about as far as if the game is ready, but what do you think of the marketing? Maggie, you do a lot of this marketing. You're involved in this part of the business. You see it with the people that you work around or that you're connected with. What does Starfield need to be doing that they're not doing? First of all, the game is going to do incredibly well. Um, the, 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 the thing is going to be interesting about this game is that before I get into the marketing side of it, is that this is a, whole, this is a first for a game of this size. And what I mean by that is that when Skyrim came out 10 year, 11 years ago, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, there was only one way you could get that game, by purchasing the game, right? So the metric was based entirely on sales of games. This is the first time that a game of this magnitude is going to be releasing on a subscription service. And now the metric is complete. Yeah, I know. There's uh, Before anybody goes crazy, yes, there have been other AAA games going into the subscription service. I get that. Obviously, your Halos yeah, and your yeah. Forges, whatever, and your Gears, they've gone into the subscription service. But one of this size, 
where in the past, like Skyrim could sell 60 million copies. You're talking Grand Theft Auto level numbers that that Bethesda can put up for a game of this size, right? So the thing is, uh, is that when you got a game of that size, now it's going to be a whole different metric, right? Now it's going to be how many people downloaded it, how many people you know then purchased it on top of it, how many per- people are playing it on PC, how many people are playing it on PC Game Pass, on and on and on and on and on. So it's going to be a whole different metric. So that being the case, I don't think the marketing has to be as hardcore as it was as it would be is if you had to go to the store or go onto the digital store and purchase the game specifically because the the game will be accessible for all those people now what you need to market though is not so much the game by itself you're going to need to market if you're trying to get the game pass subscribers to go up because that's what you want to do it's the same thing as netflix and everything else they don't care about how good or bad a quality of the product is they just care that they get more subscribers based on what they're releasing that's how it works they have a small window and in that window of the release of their product, and then they put like a 30 or 40 day window past the product. And from there, they decide how many subscribers they got. And they think it's an influx of, of subscribers based on the product. That's what they're going to be looking for. So they need to market Game Pass. That is the new metric for them. They Therefore, also announced they- that it's coming to Samsung on demand, like straight on the TV. So- right. Yeah. So they need right. to advertise those things. They need to advertise the engagement. They need to advertise where you're going to be able to play those games. Uh, sorry, that game specifically. And by doing so, then you might get 5, 10 million more subscribers on Game Pass for Starfield. Let's just say, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out a number there. You know, Don't quote me on any of that. Or on this Samsung Direct or whatever they're going to be doing. Yeah. If you can do that, if you get that 5 to 10 million people on Game Pass now paying for the service... Well, you've made your money back the same as if you were going to sell the game. It may not be right away because it'll take three, four, five months down the road of, of being subscribed to it, and they hope that you stay in there and get hooked on it and stay into this, uh, you know, stay into the subscription service after yeah. the done playing. Sky, uh, uh, I was about to say Skyrim, uh, Starfield. Then that's what they need to do, right? And then you're going to get your money back the same as if you went to the brick and mortar or you went to the digital store and purchased the game individually. So they got to market Game Pass to get the subscriber uh, count to spike because it's been let's it's been dead. Okay, the growth has been dead. It's just not moving. It's they up haven't a had any bit, games. They haven't had bit. any big games on Game Pass for well over right. a year. And Liza right. P and Starfield and Forza will be the finally be the. Uh, the the icebreaker of that, which has been ridiculous. And I think Xbox should have been pushing on getting some deals in the meantime, and they haven't. That's Um, the thing. Like, can you imagine if Netflix, let's say, I'm just pulling up Netflix again. Imagine Netflix went a whole year barely even moving within the same million. Like, you know, let's say, you know, Game Pass around 28 million. Let's just say, you know, 200 million for Netflix. If you show up the next year and it's still 200 million for Netflix, Netflix is going to be pissed. They're going to be like, yo, It should be 220 by now or 210 or whatever. It's a constant growth method because as they pour more money in, they want to be making more money on the back end, right? So, like, that's the thing. So, like, they need to spike that Game Pass subscription number so they can bring in more revenue that way. That's I think the we, only way. I think what we'd all like to see, and I know it's the PlayStation guys who are, you know, criticizing that you don't see Starfield everywhere because hey. they think that that, right? I mean, I, and I get it. If you're a PlayStation only fan and you want to, you you hope that Xbox does better because you want to see bigger marketing for Starfield. You want to feel like Xbox is bending over backwards to compete with your little PlayStation um, single console. But it, it is like Mag is really set up that it is a totally different marketing push. Now I would love to see 
a cultivated uh, one-minute Starfield cinematic trailer when I sit down to watch Oppenheimer at the theater. I don't see why that isn't a thing. I don't understand why Bethesda hasn't partnered with SpaceX or Elon Musk and made like a quirky kind of tongue-in-cheek market tie-in commercial of some sort or they just used to anything do stuff like that. It they would used be to fun. Do stuff like that. Have some yeah. fun with it. You know, ha- you know, do a mock NASA commercial and put it on TV. Do a fake wannabe not called NASA commercial of Starfield and put it on in between your uh, t- whatever t- whatever TV shows kids watch these days. They don't nobody really watches TV, but throw it in on your Hulu commercials or whatever. Um why not? I mean, if that's what I would do if I was working in that marketing department. But um, just so you know, Starfield has released over an hour of actual game footage over the past year and a half. Let's say, actually, it's over the past year. Just this year, in the 12 months, they put up an hour plus of video footage of the game in engine. They've had five interviews with the developer team outside of the direct. They've had limited edition controller, jackets, headsets, Hard drives, which nobody knows about. They're really cool. They're at Best Buy. They're white with the stripe and the Starfield logo. Collector's Edition Starfield, a smartwatch, product tie-ins, even in the UK. And Starfield, Maggie, you ready for this? Is still 25% more searched in Google Worldwide Trends than Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 2. Can you believe (laughs) that? Hyphen man is he a is he a new guy? Now no, I did I did yeah. this yes I did this research <laughs> to make sure. Oops, I I didn't realize as I was looking at my notes we went back to this gameplay, um, to the old gameplay. I I did a search for Starfield versus Spider Man Two and the correct spelling of the Amazing Spider Man, which is Spider Hyphen Man Two, because you know how people search they don't always write it correctly, but Starfield is a, a, some twenty five percent higher worldwide over the past 90 days and throughout the year higher in search results on google trends worldwide uh whatever's working maybe it's the playstation guys talking about starfield nonstop. maybe it's me i don't know but starfield's way high and yep. it's in the zeitgeist um, that's what i'm they, saying they so like better they yeah a little bit better. Uh, by the way this is the funniest one of the funniest comments in the chat here tony b23 says pay elon to put the starfield logo on the moon i bet he could figure it out <laughs> yeah he if, probably if, could. If, if we he could figure out could. how to get back to the moon again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or we never went there to begin with. Oh! I'm, sorry. Should, should I we save that, that for a whole, We'll save that for a whole other show. We'll talk about oh if we think that, that if we actually did go to the moon or not. Um, I think it was we are doing Christopher that. Nolan our... that faked it or something, right? No, no, no. It was uh, uh, <laughs> Stanley, Ku- Stanley Kubrick. I know. I know. Christopher <laughs> Nolan wasn't even born yet. He's I know. probably like three. Yeah, I know. Right, they say Stanley right. Kubrick filmed it in the sound studio, but I'm uh, just you know, so ex- space bubbles, space bubbles. I don't I'm know. So anyway, excited just, for uh, for the sci-fi thing. Like it's such a big deal for me. Um, I, I love love, love the genre, and I can't wait to get into that world. Um, and you know, Dude, I'm sure people Star are really excited Trek, to play man. Spider-Man three, so it'll be good. My, one of my, I mean, I've, I've always loved Star Wars, obviously, as most people did. I, obviously, it's dropped off now. I don't watch it anymore because of what Disney did to it. But uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. here's the thing. Star Trek has always been a love of mine, and um, and like when you see a game like this, it kind of brings that Star Trekky kind of vibe to me. Maybe man, maybe not so much because uh, you know they generally don't go to planets and start shooting everybody. But I mean, you know, the exploration, the idea of it, kind of brings me that sort of Star Trekky kind of vibe, minus the 
you know, the violence and the action. That's but, what makes Mass like, Effect better than most sci-fi games. It's got that Star Trekky nerd thing that that just and as captain, yep. you get to have sex with a lot of aliens. So you know that's what that was Kirk's big thing, right? So let's it just was. say green, yeah. green women. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Anyways, carry on, Colt. Well, I want to totally shift gears because we sat and talked about Starfield for a while. People might, you know, uh, they won't be able to wait for the game. But our good friend, Special Nick from Xbox Era said something a couple days after I made a video that people got really upset about. Uh, I think it was Wednesday of last week I put out a video, or maybe it was Thursday, that I think that Xbox is not doing a mid-gen console, that I think it would be more likely that they put out the next-generation console in 2026. Instead of having an eight-year console generation, which the media and the game devs and even Phil Spencer himself have said that the generation is too long when it's eight years. And um, I propose that it could be quite possible that Xbox could put out their next console starting a new generation as things still fold together and they're still compatible in 2026. Special Nick of Xbox era said that he's hearing from two different sources that there is a digital Xbox Series X that will remove the hard drive and shorten or narrow the the form factor of the Series X because of the removal of a disk drive, which is, uh, you know, like three of these packed together. He's thinking that could be a possibility. He's also saying, I do not want to misquote him because I listened to the clip uh, this weekend and today, that it is quite possible that Xbox might have new hardware in 2025, which is much sooner than I think Xbox would be ready because even in their court documents... I'm talking a million miles an hour. They have said that they expect next generation to kick off in 2028, not 2026 or 25. So, um, Mag, we got to talk about this hardware because the Baldur's Gate devs, Alorian Studios, have been quite adamant that they... I, mean, I got to shift gears on this a little bit. But they said that Baldur's Gate is not coming to Xbox because they can't get the split screen working on series S and they need to yeah. protect that parity agreement. And I just want to say, and I said this yesterday, I think this is the dumbest thing that Xbox has done in 2023 next to Redfall. This is the dumbest thing that they, that they are doing currently right now. And I don't know how much push or pull they're allowed to do as a platform on Xbox for their console. But I think their lead team for Xbox should reach out to Lauren and say, you know, whoa, 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 whoa hold on. It's not worth it. Just get the port of Xbox ready and we'll tell the customers split screen is coming at a later date in a patch. And don't tell me you cannot do that. You cannot ask studios or games to not have the same parity across the console because you withheld split screen. You withheld co-op on your own flagship game, Halo Infinite. Now, I know it's not exactly the same, but Xbox, you're making a terrible decision. You should stand up and push against this big time and say, we don't want to hold you back, Lorian Studios. Let's get this game on Xbox. It's too important. It's one of the biggest RPGs of the year. It's one of the biggest RPGs in a long time, especially in the fantasy RPG era. It's a great game, and it's selling like crazy. They are suffering sales on the Xbox platform because they want to make sure that everyone can play split screen. Now, I'll add real quick before I let Mag talk on this. I don't know what, what your opinion is. But Lorian knows how many people are probably playing split screen more than we do. And maybe it's very important to them. 
I just think Xbox should push against that and say, look, maybe this is sort of important to you. It's so important just to get the game on the Xbox. Can you just patch it in later and get the game on Xbox ASAP? Meg, am I crazy? No. And you know, the thing is, I see a lot of people in the chat actually did, you know, but talk about the Series S. And you know what? That's a sentiment that's been going around, and it's a bad sentiment to um, for the PR, for the system. You know what I mean? And it's like whether it's holding back the generation or not, I'm not going to say any of that stuff. I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not a tech guy. I don't know exactly how it works. I don't know where the bottlenecks are and all that kind of stuff. All I know is that if that's the sentiment that's going around, they've already made a mistake. The bigger sure. mistake is is that if you're going to have that system – then it's not going to have the same features as a Series X. It's the same as having a potato PC, not a potato PC, because I don't want people to say, you know, say that I'm, uh, uh, you know, comparing the Series S to a potato. I'm not. I'm just saying a less powered PC versus a high powered PC. That high powered PC, for obvious reasons, are going to have more features than the other one, right? Mm-hmm. So they easily could have just said, you know what? Don't put the split screen on the Series S. It's the lesser console to begin with. This is a PC-powered game. It needs to be run on the highest, on, on, the, on the most powerful system. So therefore, you release it on PC, PS5, Series X. You mean and don't even release it on Series S? No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was going to say the full package of the game on those sure, three. Yeah, I like that. And I mean, then, chat, what do you think? Just like you said, just like you said, dude. And then... You release the game playable, single player, whatever, uh, um, online multiplayer, however the hell you want to do it, do that kind of stuff, on the Series S. But well, do not offer them the split screen. And if you don't want it, then go get a Series X or a PS5 or a well, PC. I know, that, I know that platforms and marketing, they like to remove any amount of confusion and, and question like this. These, these like, like you know how games will put like a, a a grid of what is included here or there and yes, you have to read yes, the yes, grid yes. up and down and over and sideways yeah. i would propose it to be easier just to just say on the back of the box or on the game in the description in the store like you see that it says local co-op not uh, not supported or no local co-op right that's it because they have those little what? icons like just just kind of i think they, that they should say for Baldur's gate 3 let's just you know Let's just pretend it's not a big deal, and let's just get the game on Xbox Series S and X, but it won't have split screen. Then the PlayStation fanboys can say, split screen co-op is exclusive to the PS5. But I think it's you know, more important to get the game on the console, and I, I think split screen is not a good enough reason to hold it away from the platform and lose all these sales. There are almost a million, there's 800,000 people playing this game yesterday on Steam alone. It's, yeah, and, it's and by the way, yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna say anything specific here, but like someone's saying, like you know the every you know dumping the Series S and basically like pooping on everybody who did uh, get one. We're not saying that. Get the game on it. You're just not gonna yeah. get split screen co op. What the hell is the big deal? If you if that's what you're buying the game for, I I can't see that being the reason. But people get their game for. You have one feature missing, but you know what's worse than one feature missing? Not having the game at all on your system. That is awful because by the time the game comes out, no one's going to give a crap because they're going to already have played it on PC or PS5, and then you're going to miss the boat. And you're going to miss the boat because everybody, by the time it comes over there, let's say two, three months, who the hell knows how long it's going to be, right? Uh, and you've already missed the boat because then other big games are coming out. Your Starfield's coming out. Your uh, Forza Motorsport's coming out. Spider-Man 2, Call of Duty, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed. 
uh, you know, whatever else, right? And um, uh, Avatar and all those other games that are coming up. You're not even going to go back to it. So Xbox missed the boat entirely. By the time they release it, sure, they're going to get some traction, but not yeah. as much as if they would at launch when the hype is huge. The Metacritic scores are going through the roof. The thing is rating well. Everybody's talking about it, and you miss the boat for one feature. You could blame the devs. You could blame Microsoft. I say we blame all of them to allow this to happen. I think it was a complete and utter failure on all of their parts, mostly Microsoft, because I think Microsoft should have pushed it and said, forget the co-op, the, uh, the, the split screen, launch it, just like you said, launch it on the Series X, just like you would on the PS5, okay? So the two most powerful consoles can play the game in its entirety. Series S, you get to play the game online and single player, which is what everybody was going to be doing anyway. Stop lying to yourselves. How many people you got sitting next to you going to be playing couch co-op? Like probably 3% of the players, maybe 5%. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is going to be playing online digital, and they're going to be playing single player. That's it. So you know what I mean? So to, to, to appease 3 to 5%, you don't have the, you know, the game on your console at all? Are you insane? Yeah, and what people, don't, what people don't understand is the Series S has 8 gigabytes of RAM fully on the, the full memory pool. Uh, where normally you can, on a lower-end PC, you can have 8 gigs of RAM just on your GPU. So, and then, you know, most people have 8 gigs of RAM. Uh, it, they'll have VRAM, 8 gigs of VRAM on their GPU, and then they have an, an extra set of RAM in their PC. So the Series S is quite a low, it's a really low memory pool. But this is literally the only game where we've heard that they can't get that RAM to do what they want so the game's not ready on it. Also remember that if you're playing split screen on a Series S, you're asking that GPU to render the game twice on one screen. And maybe Lorian Studios is like, we don't want to do that at 30 frames on each side. We want to do that at 60. So we've got to do some heavy optimization. It's going to take more time. And I think Meg said earlier on, they should have sent somebody over there from Xbox to help them get that done. But it's just a testament to how Xbox does not put enough TLC into their console fan base. And I the saw I'm going to call this out in the chat because I love I love these PCMR guys. They they have their heads so far crammed. They can't even see and I love them for it. They're so great. I, I won't call them out by name because you know he he loves his PC. He's protecting all the money he spent and he's trying to protect that purchase and you know it can be tough when you spend a lot of your money on that hardware and you have to justify the purchase. But he says, Xbox is trash. Just get a PC and a PS5 and you'll be fine. First of all, let me help you out there. Don't ask people to, to throw away hundreds or thousands of dollars worth of games they bought on Xbox that do not come over and definitely don't come over with their saves if they go PC and just dump their Xbox. Also, don't expect someone who spends $300 to $500 on a console to turn around and say, oh, it's okay to spend double to get the same fidelity. What people don't understand, and I'll go back to the memory pool. I already explained the RAM memory pool in the Series S is really tough for developers. It gives them way more optimization work to do than they normally would do right now in this modern era with 8 gigs. But you don't know until you've seen games running on Series S. Those games look incredible incredible for $300 and most games I would say maybe 80% of them still run at 60 so it's it's quite a miracle what devs are able to do with lower spec hardware plus I mean they've been doing it with PC for for decades so you just have to understand 
don't ask people to just get rid of a PC. And I can understand that if you did, if you were just going to go all in with a PC, which has every Xbox game now, and PS5, you'd be great. Then you'd be missing out on Nintendo games. And then you know, you're missing out on all the games you bought before, right? You know, so uh, yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. That's not good. That's not, that's not good advice. But hey, do what, do what we do. Have a PC anyway. I can play whatever. I, I loaded up Warhammer, the old 20, 2010 or 2011 Warhammer on my PC because it's not back and pad on my console. Options are great. Yeah, I think that's that, that's the end of that rant. But um, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, what a huge mistake. I asked the audience, is Xbox making the right call to make Baldur's Gate 3 wait for split screen? And 64% said no. <laughs> they are not making the right call. So they agree with us. But 36% say they made the right call to wait. So 36% of you think it's really important to have all those features available to everybody all at once, even if it means waiting for the game. But dang it, you did that to Halo Infinite. You had us wait on co-op. You took away split screen completely. Come on now. That's... And it killed, you know what it did to Halo 2? By the way, Todd Beaver, I saw what you said. <laughs> um, anyways, the thing is... What a great um, name, by the way, Todd Beaver. Yeah, yeah I, put, I put, a, I put a, a beaver emoji in the chat just for him. They have those? Um, yeah, there is. I swear to God, I put in beaver and it showed up. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. It's there. Um, here's the thing. You just said, like, with Halo, what a mistake. Because, you know, everybody, like, not everybody, but a lot of people like to play uh, co-op in Halo, right? And then they made us wait and wait and wait and wait to the point where everybody's like, you know what? I'm out. Keep it. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm out. I'm out. I, I played the game. I played it solo. I played the online, which was great, great fun. And so uh, multiplayer, I had a good time with that. And then that was it. Then I just I dumped it just like, like everybody an... else. Yeah, I know. There it is, so, by the way, another, another another Todd Beaver just showed up in the chat. Yeah, I love so, it. There it is. <laughs> Chad, I want to see a whole bunch of beavers in the chat. Let's go. That, that's Kurt5150. He's amazing. Uh, you yeah, should follow you him. Go to, one. go to his channel, see if you can follow his. Uh, go check out their Under the Bus. I think we have a super chat from one of his cohorts. But uh, shout out to Todd Beaver. Todd Beaver. I love that. Hey, if that's Mark, your real name. Let it happen. Hey, if that's your real name, <laughs> don't worry. My real name, people make fun of it all the time. Sloshenforchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchenvorchen
the hardware's like run to the end of its uh of its legs, I guess. I don't know. What do you I forget what your opinion was, Mag. We talked about it last week. Like, would you it's buy weird. a new console it's, or would you just no. say my Series X good enough? Oh my god. It's so but mods, allow those beaver emojis to go through. What's going on? Why are they hiding those? Beaver's an animal. Are, they have to be slightly respectful, but yes. No, no, no. It's literally just the animal. Like, it's just the emoji of the animal. It's, they're not saying anything nasty and then the animal. It's just the animal. It's just... It's, there. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Kurt5150, what the heck? He put a picture of you and then a beaver. That's what it is. Oh it's my Mag God. Beaver. Magnum oh Beaver. Oh, my God. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> let me start. Let me start. Now, here's the dude. Six, four skews in six years is a is a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, it is. I know some people are saying, "Oh, it's only two. Well, actually, they're launching another skew in a month. They're launching another Series S, one terabyte, which shows what they actually. And that was the one more thing at the, at the end of their show. That shows what they really are after. They're after for the. They're after the the the, the, the Series S. Uh, they're after the sales uh, of the, you know, not the sales of the console, but they're trying to get people in the ecosystem, and that clearly shows the focus. If that's their one more thing, that's clearly the focus. I mean, yeah. if that wasn't the focus, you would put it, you know, halfway through the show, and you know, people are falling asleep, like you know, during like the, you know, like uh, you know, the show and some third party stuff or whatever. Uh, but the thing is, they showed that as a one more thing. That's a third skew. So now you got three series, three series consoles out there, and then you're going to release a fourth in six years. People are going to be pretty upset about it and go, hey, what did I spend 500 bucks for? 700 in Canada for I this know. thing. And we barely used it. We barely touched it. Now you want me to buy something else? It's not going to fly. It's not going to fly. I don't think it's a good idea. It does um, sound crappy when you put it that way. That, and, and I'm not talking about from like us. You know, being the people that have to be on top of this stuff all the time. We do shows, we do whatever, we do YouTube, we do videos, we do, you know, live streams, all this kind of stuff. I'm talking about the average consumer is going to come out there. And, like, there's a lot of people who don't have money for all this crap. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. lot of stuff to ask for. And you're and, and now they're starting to push. I mean, like, yo, what are you guys, Apple now? Like, you know what I mean? It's getting to that point. It's like, it's like, guys, come on, man. It's getting a little silly. You know, so it's like, I don't know. It's just It just feels like you're not getting your bang for your buck. When it comes to this hardware, if you're already ditching, and let's not forget, for two years we had a pandemic where people couldn't even get the damn things from series uh, the series consoles and the yeah. PS5. So p we basically almost lost two years of, of a generation because of the pandemic and the shortage and everything else. So now people are starting to get it. I think that they should extend it a little longer and be able to actually squeeze some juice out of these damn things. Yeah, and I think half of the people that you know, we're talking to on shows or that we're seeing talking like the hardcore half of them probably got their console a year ago instead yeah. of day one. Right. I would feel like that's probably pretty accurate. Look at the PlayStation. Look at the PlayStation sales numbers this year. Right. Yeah. They're they huge. went up 400%. That means everybody's finally getting their PS fives. Now they're going to announce a PS five pro. How mad well, they would are. you be? I know, I know, eventually, yeah. but like, but we don't, we don't know exactly when. But here's the thing: how mad would you be if you just finally, after like years of not being able to get a console, who knows what country you're in, and this and that? It's been so tough. Two years of a pandemic, all these shortages, blah 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 blah. You finally get your PS5. You open the damn box, and all of a sudden, Jim Ryan comes out and goes, "Did you know we're releasing a pro?" Right, and after you've already purchased the thing, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> he comes out of the box and you lift the flap. 
That reminds me of yeah. another meme. I know, yeah. I know. You know exactly what yeah, you're yeah, talking about. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Did you so, blow anyways. the dust out of your PS5 today? <laughs> yeah, that you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that. Uh, yeah. Oh so we're not going to talk about that. But anyways, that's basically what's happening. The Series X is no different. How many Series Xs have you seen stacked up in a store? I've never seen one. I got two Series Xs the day it came out. I've never because, still haven't seen a Series X in the store. Dude, it came in a bag because obviously I pre-ordered it like two months before. And then you walk in the day of. And remember, it was in the middle of pandemic. So you had to stand outside on the street like a schnook and wait for them to wave you in. Right? And then you're like, oh, okay. So you walk in. You grab your thing. You had your mask on like Vader. And then like you had to grab your thing and then leave the store immediately and show your identification that it was you. That's the oh, only gosh. time I saw a Series X in the store. That's the only that time. time I've seen. I know it was awful. You could see I saw Series S's for days, like in Walmart. Uh, well, we no longer have Target here. Uh, Tar- Target's gone, but Walmart um, and uh, of course GameStop and all this other stuff. We got to see him there. No problem. Well, let me let me play devil's advocate for a second. Um, not that I really feel this way, but you know there are people who buy a new car every three years. There's people who get a new phone every two years. Um, I don't. I can't think of other purchases that people do every two to four years that are that are big purchases. But I don't truly feel this way. But let me just say that maybe a five hundred dollar console isn't the biggest, or seven hundred dollar Canadian isn't the biggest purchase that you're going to make over the next decade. Um, you spend a lot of money on different things. So maybe is is a console really that big of a purchase, or are we just conditioned over the last forty years? To buy a um, at around five hundred dollars, depending on inflation, as we grew up, like from the eighties, like when you bought it, I'll rewind just a little bit. You bought a Nintendo, you had that thing around for like eight years. The Super yeah. Nintendo came out, you bought that or the Genesis, and then a cup. It seems like two or three, four years. The next Nintendo console came out, or the PlayStation launched, and you bought that, and then the PlayStation Two came out so quickly. It seems like. Uh, like five, six years later, you bought the PlayStation 2. Like we've been conditioned to wait five or six years or five years and on average to get a new console. And what would be so bad about going to, I'm, like I said, I don't truly believe this, but would it be so bad if every five, six years there was a new console instead of just stretching the heck out of the skin on the thing until you get to yeah. a six to eight year timeline. And then by the end, like... You're just waiting for new tech and waiting for games to be able to do what they can do. Hey, like that guy said, just get a PC. That's kind of I, like, I just want to present that as a as yeah, a possibility. Yeah, it's 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 a conundrum, man. It's 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 a situation because do you feel both there, there's bag- value there's value in both sides of the argument. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's value in both sides. You can't say one side is right, one side is wrong. I'm just saying. You know, it's just it's it's a tough it's going to be a tough pill to swallow if they do it within the next couple of years. Uh, I would say, but I mean, man, and listen, I, I I'm not I'm not go- governing the market or where it's going to go or how it's going to go. I just personally feel like they haven't really squeezed anything out of this generation yet, out, and, of, out of that Series X. I mean, I, they I gotta, talked about the hardware, the most powerful this in the world, and blah blah blah, eats monsters for breakfast and blah blah blah, and we haven't seen that yet. So they're like, well, because we're working on it. Okay, so you're working on it. Cool. It's been years now. Yeah, right, they, they working did on fail it? on that Oh, one. by the way? But then all of a sudden they go like this. Okay, now we've been working on it for years. Okay, cool. Years have passed. Where are the games? Okay, the games are coming. But the system's not powerful enough. Yeah. What? Now, I, I got to say two things. And uh, when, I, when I said the thing about PC, like, 
This is not this is not exaggeration. All right. If you have a gaming PC, I'm very confident that you are not holding on to that thing for longer than six years. Now you can, sure. yeah. but I, after six years, I guarantee you a real gaming fan that plays the big games is going to get a new GPU in that thing. And then maybe they'll have that for three more years. And they're like, I need a new PC because I, I can't, sure. I'm not going to, I know enough about PC that you can't, you're not going to pull the CPU out and get a bigger one. At that point, you just need to get everything upgraded. So you have faster lanes. You'd have to get a bigger uh, power supply. Like it's just, you're not holding on to that thing longer than six years. So someone says, just get a PC. And let's just say you're really conservative and you spend about a thousand dollars and you ride that thing out for six years. And then a console generation lasts six years for $500. And that PC guy goes and builds another thousand dollar PC. That console guy is going to get another $500 console. So like the, just get a PC thing. Who was it? Uh, Skillet Will said we're reaching diminishing returns right now where you can get the next big thing, but how much more powerful can it really be? And like we talked about last week, the PS5 Pro is only going to give you more performance with ray tracing. And it may not give you enough. Yeah, Dex says Moore's Law, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're, we're there. I mean, technology's amazing. But, you know, developers are doing everything they can. Let me read these supers. We got Lord Starcaro says, great Starfield advertising and marketing by Samsung today. It was all over the place. It was... Uh, they're awesome TV, and then it showed Starfield on screen. Uh, with the, with, you know, it was awesome. Spartan661, thank you for the $5. Says, Starfield is going to shut, down gaming, shut gaming down. Everyone is going to talk about the experience and what direction they went off into the distance, and it will be chaos. Yeah, I love that because people will be talking about all of the great organic and natural and uh, crazy custom experiences they have in Starfield. And other games that we're used to. Well, Baldur's Gate is one right now where people are talking about the crazy things that happen organically. And you just don't get that in a lot of games. Um, I don't know if Mav's still here. Fun speculation. But I was on a pod, on Vaughn's podcast and I kept calling him Mag. Probably five well, times. Well, yeah. I, 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 I did see that it. in the chat. That was really funny. And yeah. I, I feel so bad. But like we don't. live here every Monday. Yeah. Don't feel bad. It's awesome. <laughs> You hear that, Mav? Mav's a good Mav with a V, and you're a great Mag with two Gs. Uh, Thrive Wolf with a $10. Thank you so much for this uh, and your support. It just totally makes sense to release on Series S without the split screen. Uh, Beautiful. I I agree. Boner Jams from Under the Bus Podcast says, Wanted to drop a super duper chat and give love to the icon Mag and the Enigma Colt East Westwood. Reptile unveiled for Mortal Kombat 1. Yes, I saw that. Looks pretty cool, man. Yeah, they can't lose, Looks pretty man. cool. No, they can't. Uh, 78 Incorporated US Gaming, thank you for the two, he says. Almost sounds like the S was a huge mistake by Microsoft. Nah, no, but <laughs> it really does make those developers spend far too much time optimizing when at that point, I think they're just ready. The game should be out by now. And uh, that's Xbox's fault as far as their... Uh, their documentation and instructions that they give them to do the porting process. They need to get that better. Uh, but we did hear from Xbox hardware that devs are already have access to all of the shortcuts. That's just two ga- two games rendered on the same screen. Too much work for the Series S. Uh, the Doctor with the Canadian $2.79. Hey, I know who he is. He says, Mag, can you tell me about the Series S in ASMR? <laughs> 
The Series S is holding back the generation. The Series S was a waste of time. <laughs> Experience the power <laughs> of eight gigs of RAM. Yeah, I, I ran into a, an old friend. I couldn't friend. even do it with a- I couldn't even do it with a straight face. Sorry. I, Thank you, I, Doctor. I ran into a friend this weekend that works for NPR, and I want to say, your salty balls are wonderful. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's an, it's an old, old SNL thing. Uh, Mike with a Canadian $10. Thank you so much for the super, buddy. He says, Baldur's Gate 3 is a massive game. Perhaps Lauren and just don't have the resource in their huge studio to work on both PlayStation and Xbox ports of the game at the same time. They showed up at Sony's event, not surprised if there's priority. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. But just remember that Series S has given them a lot of work. I think that's really what it's all about. Um, well, we're going to save Game of the Year topics for another time because we still have time for that on, an, uh, on other shows. I think next week I will not be here. What week are you gone, Meg? I'm next week as well. Yeah, next okay. week and the week after. Yeah, so we're going on a little... Finally, I'm going to take some vacation where I'm not... Yes. Uh, working for this or my other job, but um, Meg, it's been a great show. Uh, it has we, been. I don't know how we got through it, but um, what are your plans the rest of the week? You you just platinum something. What are you playing next? Tell me. You platinum. Uh, well, I got the yeah, I got the platinum on um, uh, on uh, Alan Wake. I am now working on Ghost of Tsushima, and then I've got Dead Island to finish and Dying Light Two. And then I am officially done my backlog, folks. And I, it's it, it's something I don't think I've ever been able to accomplish, but I'm doing it now. So I just got those games to finish. I'm going to 100% all of them. Uh, I'm not going to leave until they're done. And then I'm going to get into Starfield. So the, the beauty of it is before I even start Starfield, I will literally have nothing in the background, nothing in the backlog, nothing sitting there staring at me going, please play me, sir. It's just going to be just one. one Please, yeah. father. But then, you know what's funny? And then six weeks later, it's going to be filled with like seven more games because it's going to be Starfield, Spider-Man, Call of Duty, uh, Assassin's Creed, Alan Wake 2, Forza Motorsport. And I'm like, stop. I just caught up. And then and then Avatar in December. And all of a sudden, it's going to be back up to seven games oh in a matter gosh, of like three months. I forgot months. about that game. Oh, man, it looks so good. Uh, so, yeah, you're talking about like seven games. Now, I did finish Ghost of Tsushima on the PS4, but because this is the PS5 uh, director's cut, uh, I have no trophies for that. So I'm literally starting from scratch. So I'm going to get the whole such damn a thing. Great game. And, uh, oh, I'm going to platinum the heck out of it. So that's, uh, that's, that's next on the list. And then I think somewhere in the mix in early 2024, I'm going to go back and I'm going to get 100% completion on Resident Evil Village. Absolutely adored that game, but I never, uh, I'm starting from scratch on that one too i'm really enjoying this uh this 100 completion journey i'm doing whether it's on xbox or playstation yeah. it's just kind of fun like there's no rush and there's no like you know what i mean it's not like i'm racing somebody for achievement points i used to do that once in a while and then i just kind of stopped i'm like eh, you know and then yeah. now i, just I used to compete with a friend and then he's yeah i used to compete every month with a friend and he'd say stop doing that um i've got yeah. 200 hours into fallout 76 and i know people don't like the game I've really had a great time playing with Dante J. Moody, who is uh, yeah. here in the chat once in a while, and a good friend. And I've been playing with Holly, who is also a good friend that I hung out with in L.A. and is also kind of making her way on the podcast scene, which is pretty awesome. And I've been playing with Red Wolf, who's a good friend of mine. And um, I don't know. I, I don't want to sell you on it other than to say 
I just love being in that massive world and just discovering and yeah, just doing what you do in a Bethesda game, like going out, like I really need these resources. I think I'm going to go out and look for a location I haven't been to, scour every room, look in every drawer, and then fight the enemies and see what they have on them. It's just, I love that. That's like, that's my laser beam over to Starfield. Like that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, I cannot wait. So I'm kind of playing around with that a little bit. And I'm thinking about making a video on fallout 76. I have to be very careful about that because not a lot of people like the game and I don't want to build that video and people say, I hate you, but I've got some beautiful footage. I want to share with you guys when I do that. And don't be afraid to do it, man. Don't be afraid to do it. Listen, I spoke to somebody who's got 840,000 subscribers and you know what he said to me? He said, don't ever be afraid of your fans. Don't be afraid of oh, the people. Oh, wow, that's don't, good advice. Just, he goes, do not, do not, do, when you're get doing this kind of stuff, you can't be afraid of your audience. He goes, you got to be you. And then he says, they're either going to ride or die with you, or they're going to ride or die with you anyway and just not tell you, and they're just going to bitch about you in the background. But <laughs> you that's kind of what they do. So we he were, goes, just never be afraid of your audience. Just be you. Meg and I were a bit late to the show. We were talking about this discussion, and I was telling him that I kind of came to the end of my rope this week with, being just really focused on analytics and numbers that say I'm doing great or I'm not doing great. And, and all the feedback you get digitally on you as, as a content creator. And I told him it really affected me emotionally. And I had to take a step back and say, and I gave Meg this discussion. I'm like, I have to make something that I love and just put it out there and just really enjoy the process. I love making production videos and I need to get into where I just make something and just put it out and it, if it doesn't you know if because youtube will tell you hey colt this video is a nine out of ten one being the best uh people aren't interested in watching this and then of course that's like it's like when people say they don't like mag on the show it hurts <laughs> but um yeah that, that's i don't know why i'm sharing that but i just want to tell you whatever you're doing out there whatever you're playing or whatever you enjoy doing Dang it, just freaking go all out and enjoy it and put a smile on your face. Let me read a couple supers as we end the show here from Mandigo McThickens with a $5. says, it's, <laughs> I have to change this in a little bit. This is, this is a little crazy, but he says, with Baldur's Gate, he says, it's like old people in an electric cart. He says, don't wait for split screen. Just push them off the cliff into the shark infested <laughs> waters. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I think what he means is, Old people like Meg and I in our, our rolling computer chairs just push us right off the cliff into the shark-infested waters. Um, Spartan661 with a $5 says, Microsoft is forcing everyone to buy the high-powered PC in the long run. Uh, yeah, they kind of are. Uh, he says the console is the entry-level three-tier solution is happening. Interesting take. Series S, the cheapest. Series X, halfway there. $1,000 PC or up. I mean, yeah. it's their platform. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, he has one more. Uh, what's it? Wait, wait, this Lord's the same one? No, Lord Starkiller. Sorry, I've got it over here. He says, uh, thank you for the five, Lord Starkiller, and thanks for being here every week. You're amazing. He said, two bangers coming, hopefully, back-to-back. -back. Well, he means Starfield and Forza, I think. Yep. ABK acquisition completed, and the Starfield launch is on its way. Um, or bangers back-to-back -back would be Baldur's Gate, I guess, if you're on PC. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a good time. Whatever you're doing out there, enjoy it. Keep a smile on your face. Be confident and um, don't worry what other people think about you. I'm not telling you that. I'm saying it so I can hear it. Thank you. It's been a great show. Mag, it's late for you in Toronto, Canada, or wherever it is you live over there in the tundra. We should get out of here, right? 
Yeah, man. Let's do this, everybody. Have a great evening. Sorry, Saucy Mods wanted me to take my hat off. So here it is. There's, you got the Chrome Dome. You wanted it. Anyways, we had a great show. It's going to be at least a couple of weeks before I'm back. Uh, Colt will probably be back in a couple of weeks. But we'll see you guys all when we get back because you know what? That's when the hype starts, baby, because then we're going to be talking about right into September. We're getting into, like, the Super Bowl of gaming for all of us, right? So it's going to be crazy. Bring all your friends. We're going to have great shows. We're going to have a great time and a great way to round out the rest of this uh, 2023 gaming season. So either way, Colt, chat, you guys have been amazing. Everybody who listens after the fact, hit that like. You guys are amazing. We'll see you guys all in about two or three weeks. Thank you. All right. See you guys.